0: This podcast includes adult content and explicit language. And we see, in-, in Suki's mind, Suki's traumatic backstory. Oh, let's go. Are you ready? Yes. This is the moment we've all yes. been waiting for. Meanwhile, okay. in the past... <laughs> so, Suki has an older brother. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what is that what is that <laughs> oh no oh shit you hadn't even like began <laughs> to explain it. i was like oh shit hello, hello welcome to character chaos i'm rhiannon i'm joined by my co-host margaret hello Oh, how are you i'm all right how are you doing not bad, I'm okay. How's uni? I've gone pretty well. Yeah? Yeah, I've got so much to do, it's actually <laughs> insane. Yeah, but other than that, I'm actually really enjoying it. Turns out, master's degrees, a little difficult. They're, they're, they're kind of hard. <laughs> a little tricky. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew it was an advanced degree? <laughs> yeah, we've got a, another you episode this week, haven't we? Yes, because you're busy. Mm, um, yeah. I'll do you a little favour. Thank you. And we're doing Haiku again. Mm. One more. <laughs> I don't know, two's an awkward number, isn't it? It's not like a trio of episodes. Yeah. And this one's slightly more of a bonus, I think. Mm-hmm. Hinata was a big boy. He was a big yeah. boy. And uh, I have way fewer notes for Suki. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the last episode, Margaret basically uses it to explain Haiku to me. Through the character, essentially. Yes. I-, I talked about the main character, so I-, I ended up talking about the main aspects of the show. This is a slightly more side journey. Yeah. And I, I won't be repeating everything. So, like, I-, I gave a whole spiel at the beginning of the that's episode as- of why I think haiku is the greatest thing mankind has ever achieved. <laughs> and it's th- it's just the pinnacle of human achievement. And <laughs> I won't do that again for everyone's sanity. But if you want to hear that, you can listen to that one. I also explained volleyball briefly kind of in the last one. I won't really do that again. I might ask you what you remember though. Okay. okay. Test time. <laughs> but oh. not yet. <laughs> You're way too tired for that. <laughs> but no, last time we're talking about Hinata, who's the main character of Haikyu, the manga and anime series Haikyu. And this week we're talking about Tsuki Tsukishima, mm-hmm. who's a bit more of a main a not main character, a side character. Okay. Slightly, slightly more of a side character. He's still, he's still a main boy. The show has a hundred characters, <laughs> and he's one of the more present ones. But he's, he has a his own little side journey, right? Okay. That I genuinely think is quite brilliant. So that's why I wanted to talk about it because I think it's a really good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is he, is he your favorite? No. No. Who's your favorite? My favorite character. Hmm. Oh, Suga probably. Yeah. I mean I kind of went off about him last time but Suga's my favourite. <laughs> Not really yeah. for any particular reason, I just really like him <laughs> I just can't help but love him. Are we ever going to talk about him one day? Yeah, probably To be fair, my other favourite is also Kageyama and we'll do him soon so yeah. we'll get there to my favourites. Okay. Honestly, I love them all. They're all my boys <laughs> If any of them were in any other show they would be my favourite. It's just it's a tough competition in Haiku because they're all so lovely yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, no offense to Suki, he's not. Um, he he's not. <laughs> he's not quite up there. Yeah, he's interesting. Okay. I mean, you'll see. He's not exactly. I mean, you you watched episode three for this. You did. Thank yeah. you. You did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've watched episode three for this. <laughs> could you imagine? I always skipped episode three. <laughs> I'm covering episode three. So that's the that reason they it. made you watch episode three is because yeah. you're gonna explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> You're not paying attention. No, episode three is where Suki enters the story. That's his little introduction episode, and so that was my point. I completely forgot. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. I was following on from something. <laughs> well, you watched episode three, and oh, yeah, that was my point. Is that you watched episode three? So I think you'll be slightly familiar with why Suki is not the most likable um guy. Right, yeah. He has a strong vibe, a strong personality. Mm, Definitely hell. an interesting energy coming from him. I feel like if Hinata was characterized by good vibes, Tsukishima is very much characterized by bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Just negative energy. Right, okay. Toxic okay. energy. <laughs> He's kind of his antithesis. Hinata's yeah. antithesis, so I think it makes sense to do Tsuki now after Hinata. Okay, okay. And also, as I was editing the Hinata episode, I mean I, I went a bit insane editing it, not going to lie. But also, as I was listening to it, I realized that in the episode, I was I was very energetic. There was a lot of yelling. There was <laughs> I, I was there was a lot of me doing what I do when I get very excited and like fumbling over my words because I'm yeah. trying to explain things too quickly. Um I'd like to apologize. I was very loud. <laughs> but I think it made sense for Hinata cuz Hinata is very energetic. Right, yeah. So I think this time I'm going to try and channel Suki's energy a bit more and be slightly more chill. Okay, okay. And, you know, be, be slightly more relaxed. Right, okay. I'm glad you had energy, though. I'm glad you're excited. I had a lot of fun. I was very yeah, excited. that's the main thing. Yeah. And with that's, that's the main thing with Hinata, is we should all have fun. The main thing with Suki is everyone needs to shut up. <laughs> no having fun allowed around me. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, should we should we give a little I don't have an overview, but spoilers for Haikyuu in general. Um if you haven't watched Haikyuu, uh if you want to hear why I think it's the best thing to ever happen, I guess you can you can listen to the the Hinata episode, but otherwise go watch it cuz it's fantastic. And I love it very much. And I could talk about it all day. Um but for One Sanity I won't. So go watch it <laughs> and from now on spoilers for mostly the show and for some things in the manga. And I'm just going to be talking about Suki's journey in the first three seasons of the anime. And then we'll do the rest of his journey at some point when they finish the anime. But I think okay. he has a very solid arc in the first three seasons. Cool. I guess just briefly, Tsukishima, he- he's a guy. <laughs> just to say who he is. Um, he's a teenage boy from Japan. Uh-huh. He plays volleyball. Although he doesn't really seem to like it very much. It's not, it's not a huge, <laughs> it's not a huge yeah, passion of his. Wh- why is he there? <laughs> That's that's the main question we should be having, but that's okay. Keep that in your mind. Right, he okay. he plays a lot of volleyball. This is a show about volleyball, so he plays volleyball, but he doesn't really seem to like it very much. And uh, his main role in the story, he's not the main character, but his main role is to really bring the bad vibes. He really is, like, the demon on your shoulder making fun okay. of you. He's kind of like your your little depression bubble of just, like, what if you're shit and no one likes you? I love it. Okay. Which works for the show because it's centred around Hinata, who is just completely happy and passionate, yeah. and nothing will ever get him down. And so Suki's more of a fun antagonist for him rather than what he really is, which is a bully. <laughs> which is a kind of a, a horrible person. I guess <laughs> I don't want to be mean about Suki because he's, he's a 16-year-old boy who maybe has a bad attitude. Like, this isn't unusual. He's not like yeah. Voldemort. <laughs> he's not some horrible villain. Like he's just he's just a teenage boy who's a bit mean. We've all yeah. been there. So I don't want to like demonize him. He's just he's just a kid. <laughs> but he's also very mean. He <laughs> sounds like a little shit. He is. But so the question on everyone's mind is, uh, Suki, why are you here? Why are you in this story? What the fuck are you doing? Because this is a show all about why volleyball is the greatest thing. To ever happen and everyone should love volleyball and everyone should play volleyball because it's fun and because they love it and we should all pursue our passions and never let our doubts get in the way it's a very very positive show and why is Suki here why is he playing volleyball and that is the question that I'm going to attempt to answer for you today why is, he here? <laughs> why is he here why is this guy in this fucking story I don't think we've ever had to address before why is a character a character but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is, is interesting, I promise. There's a reason I'm talking about him today. Okay, cool. I'll, tr- I'll trust your vision. Thank you. I have a vision. Uh, mm-hmm. Did I have a theme? Is, is why is he here not a theme? Yeah. Maybe maybe the theme should be like, I don't know, vulnerability. Okay. As a concept. Okay, or just why is okay. he here? Maybe that's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm workshopping it. But so I feel like before we get into it, I'll do the facts, like we normally do. Just because, you know, if we're talking about what I think is very good writing, I might as well credit the writers <laughs> for mm-hmm. that. Uh, haiku yeah. is created by Furudate. Oh, by the way, massive apologies for any pronunciations of Japanese names that I have. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not Japanese. I'm going to pronounce them wrong. I'm really sorry. I'm going to try my best. I'm going I'm to give it my best shot, but I will pronounce some names wrong, so I'm sorry to Japan as a country. Cool. But yeah. haiku is created by Futudate who uh, wrote the manga, and I guess drew the manga, I think? It's like it's like a comic, so you know, it's okay. pictures and shit. And um, they're pretty mysterious artists. I don't think much is known about them, and their gender is not confirmed, so I'll use they, them pronouns, just to be sure. I think people have said they go by he, him pronouns, but I'm just gonna be safe. And, uh, but they seem awesome, and I think they're brilliant, so thank you for the date. The writer of the anime show is, oh, I think it's Taku Kishimoto, who writes the show good for them i i'm very appreciative it's my favorite show and um suki himself is voiced by okay voiced by i think it's oh no i should have looked this up (laughs) why do i not look up the pronunciations um it's is it Koki or koki i don't think it's koki (laughs) it might be Koki uchiyama i'm gonna guess because they use short vowels in, in japanese it's kind of like welsh Use short mm-hmm. vowel sounds, not long ones. I think it's oh, okay. Koki Ushiyama. Okay. I have some fun facts about them if you want. I don't know. I knew some things about Hinata's voice act. I don't really know anything about this person, but they have some fun other voice work that I wanted to mention just for you okay, and me. Go cool on. Um, cool on. So guess who this guy also voiced? Who? Yuri Plasetsky in Yuri on Ice. Oh. So the Russian Yuri. So yeah. Oh shit. That that blew my mind. I found that out like two hours ago. That blew my fucking mind. Uh-huh. So that's so exciting, because we we talked about him already. Yeah. And will I'll do i am I'm gonna do an episode on Yuri sketch actually, because that's a great character. But so it made sense to me because it's very similar vibes, which is I'm here to make the protagonist upset. <laughs> I'm here to bully the well-meaning protagonist. <laughs> yes. I love that typecasting for him. I know it's it's great for him, but so yeah, Ooh. I thought it was really fun. The voice makes sense to me now, but so yeah. okay. Other fun facts, just for you and me, is the fact that um, so he's this guy is obviously Japanese and he has done Japanese dubs of English media, right? And we had some fun with Hinata's once last time. I wonder what this guy um dubbed. And so get this, Rhiannon. Okay, so he has done the Japanese dub for Kurt Wagner in the X Men movies. Oh. He shit. dubbed Cody Smith McPhee, which is so fun. Oh. <laughs> we love cody's uh portrayal of nightcrawler that's like a huge thing for us so that makes me very happy and i want to know did he do the the german accent i want to know so badly did he do the german accent (laughs) oh i love that so much that's really fun he also uh dubbed uh jamie campbell bauer in the mortal instruments movie as jace Which is so weird. We still need to watch that movie. I know. Let's watch the Japanese dub. (laughs) This guy is Jace. I really want to. That'd be really fun. And Rhiannon, this is for you, right? He (laughs) dubbed Barry as Druig in the Eternals movie. (gasps) What? In the Japanese dub of the Eternals, he is Druig. Oh my god. (laughs) You are starstruck. Yay for once you brought up barry in an episode for me it happened specifically Druig! oh my god that makes me so happy barry kirk is uh, a favorite man of yours oh yeah and Druig is a favorite character of yours yeah he is oh oh that makes me very happy he's now my favorite (laughs) now you like this guy (laughs) yeah he's my favorite character now. (laughs) to be fair wikipedia might be wrong but if wikipedia is right that's a fact okay So good for this guy. So I, to be honest, Suki and Druig are quite similar to me. So that makes sense. Okay. Like, it's not just a similar voice. Like it's a similar character of just like, I'm tall and quiet and I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I would control the world if I could. Yeah. (laughs) I think I also have a similar feeling about Druig where I'm like, you're really annoying. But when I get to know you on a vulnerable side, you're really, really compelling. I actually really like you. Yeah, So it's a similar energy, so I, I, I knew you'd love that, because that's very you. Thank you for that. No problem. I feel like that's all I really have to say. I, I mean, the show's yeah. about, before I get into it, the show's about volleyball, right? It's a volleyball show. Mm-hmm. And uh, last time I did a little rundown of volleyball. I feel like I need to do a bit less of that, because this is a bit more specific to just what Suki is doing. But Rhiannon, okay. could you please tell me <laughs> what you remember about volleyball? Okay. Okay, so in, in the team, you have people who are just there to, like, whack the ball really hard, right? Yeah. That's people's job, to, like, whack <laughs> yes. the ball. And then you have a few other people who are more, like, moving about the call. Yeah. To make sure it, the ball doesn't hit the ground. Yeah. Oh, um, that's, that's... Is that it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's okay. To be fair... You, you brought up the basics last time, which is it's a six aside, side, on a court, net in the middle. The goal is don't drop the ball. You know, it's a sport where you can't hold the ball, you can only touch the ball, so you're trying to keep it in the air. You're trying to get it to land on the floor of your opponent's side. And that's how you get a point. And the other team gets a point if it lands on your side of the floor. And yeah, yeah you're right. People have different jobs. People have different um roles on a volleyball team. Generally, everyone can do everything. Like, you can block or spike or receive but you have people who are better at certain things and they tend to have roles that mean that they spike more often that kind of thing okay and i think the main part of volleyball that you need to remember is blocking cuz that is suki's uh it can't it's not it's not a role it's a oh, what's the sports term i always use like theater terms for this shit what's the sports term his position mm-hmm. he is a middle blocker which means that when the opponents try and spike the ball down onto their court, he jumps up and blocks the ball. That's his main thing. He can spike the ball if he needs to spike it. He can do other things, but his main job is to block it. And do you know why Okay. his job is to be a blocker? He's tall? He's very tall. Ew. He is extremely tall. Okay. This fucking guy, he's like six foot tall. He did look pretty lanky, I'm not gonna lie. He's a, he's a, a broad bean of a teenager. <laughs> He is. And like, as we know, in volleyball, that's a huge advantage, right? You want to be tall. Oh, yeah. Because it makes you better at everything. And he is particularly very tall. So, Rhiannon, I have three phases to take you through today okay. of, of Suki's journey. And luckily, the show is genius and it happens to divide into seasons one, two and three. Beautiful. And so phase one is season one. And I'm going to okay. take you through his journey through the characters that he meets along the way. That influence him. I've also given you a PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. If you want to look through that at I your own pace, here. I can. I've got a picture here with like key words around him. I can see the word insecure. I can't wait to see this man's baggage. <laughs> oh, he's oh. got baggage. Let's go. He has the characters of dick, and you find out that there's a reason. Uh huh. He has like carry on. And storage, luggage, baggage. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's paying extra at the airport to get this shit on the plane. He has to weigh it before he gets on the plane. I love that. (laughs) Should we start with Suki? Should we start with the man himself in season one? Tsukishima? Yeah, let's do it. His name is Tsukushima Ki. And Mm -hmm. Rhiannon, a reminder, this is Japan. So Tsukishima is his family name. That's his last name. Yeah. His first name is Ki. I think it's Ki. Is it K? Is it Ki- I think it's Key, mm. uh, But we're going to be calling him Suki. Cool. Or Shima. And Suki is a little nickname. Most people don't call him Suki. They call him Tsukishima because he's a man worthy of respect. <laughs> However, <laughs> cool. a select few do call him Suki if you're his best friend. So we're going to call him Suki because it's very cute. Okay. We're his best friend. We're his best friends. I know him better than anyone else. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Suki, the name, means moon. So, oh, that's quite nice. It, it, it's in- indicative of his character, especially because Hinata mm. is the sun, they have this contrast, yeah. it really evokes his personality. And he's also yeah. often seen wearing like moon, like. I was gonna say merch. The moon doesn't have merchandise, <laughs> but like. <laughs> the moon's merch that it sells on Redbubble. <laughs> I mean, like, he's wearing things with moons on them often. Okay, cool. He likes. He's the moon. He likes the moon. He's a huge fan of the moon and where's the moon merge? (laughs) Big fan. (laughs) Big fan. Um, Yeah, he's introduced in episode three. He's not the main character, he doesn't even show up until episode three. Mm. And I think that's because episodes one and two really establish our two protagonists, Hinata and Kakayama, and what they mean to each other, their relationship, you know, how they function. And then in episode three, as things are heating up, they throw in Suki as the first, like, barrier in Hinata's life. The first like mm-hmm. antagonistic force in his life as you saw in episode three mm-hmm. and just like some context if you remember kineta and kageyama don't like each other <laughs> they're new to this club in yes. karasuno in high school and they don't like each other they don't get along and they don't want to play with each other and so daichi the captain my boy he is like okay you little shits you need to get along in order to play volleyball because volleyball is a six-person sport you've got to be friends. So you guys need to sort out your issues and you need okay. to learn to be friends before you can join this club. You are banned until you can figure <laughs> out how to be good friends. Fair enough. And he kicks them out. And so he and Kageyama have got to figure out how to be friends. And so they strike this deal with Daichu, basically, where they're like, okay, uh, me, and, me and Kageyama, we can't be friends, but we still really want to join the club. So what if uh, we beat you at a game of volleyball, a three-on-three game, and you let us into the club. Jumping through hoops. Yeah. To not be friends. Literally. I'd rather die than be this man's friend. Literally, at the beginning, that's what they have. And so Daichi is like, I'll take that action. Um, okay, if you win, you get to join the club. But if we win, you-, you still get to join the club, but Kageyama is not allowed to play as the setter on the team. To which Hinata is like, cool, okay, and Kagehama's like, well, hold on, what the fuck? No, I have That's this. very fair. I have this whole personality around being the setter. I can't just <laughs> not be the setter. But they agree anyway, because they still want to be let into the club, and uh, so they they are now challenging Daichi. In like a three on three match that they'll have at the weekend, and um, Suga and Tanaka are like helping them practice, like you know helping them get better, and mm-hmm. it's all leading up to this one game. And they don't really know who they're playing against until we find out they are playing against the two new first year players. Same year as them, but they haven't met them yet. Suki and Yamaguchi. And we meet them in episode three. Okay. I told you all of that. That should not be new information because it was in the episodes you watched. (laughs) Yes, I did. These are ringing bells. Okay. That's good. You shouldn't have watched them more than a week ago. (laughs) Yeah, it was literally like a week ago. (laughs) It's been busy. It's fair. It's fine. So yeah, Suki is introduced in this three on three match mm. to play against Hinata. He's literally in the antagonistic position in the story. Yeah, and he is kind of Hinata's first hurdle that he must overcome. Right. Okay. And we meet Suki. Do you, do you remember your impression of Suki in episode three? Because we do meet him off the court at first in a field mm. where he he beefs with Hinata and Kageyama for the first time. What What was your first impression of Suki? I mean, he he really did. Seem like the kind of person who just takes so much joy in winding <laughs> someone up. Uh huh. No? Yeah. He really gave me that vibe. Definitely. The fact that he like specifically knew what nickname Kageyama <laughs> didn't like uh-huh. and then deliberately used it. Yeah. Just, just to see him sweat. That's yeah. that's it. Just for the joy of it, you know. Yeah, he's, he's very very confident, very, very smooth. He's very cool. He has this whole thing about him where, like, he's a dick, but he's also very cool. Is he the coolest one there, do you think? Is he the coolest? Probably. But only in a way of, like, I don't even care. I don't even care about you guys. Mm -hmm. I'm above this. Yeah. But you know, underneath there, there's a. Why why are you trying so hard to be cool? For a reason. Something under there. He's hiding some things, but we don't need to know about them right now. I mean, one of my favourite things is the fact that he's always wearing headphones around his neck so that An he can L, yeah. ignore you at a moment's notice. <laughs> if he ever needs to pretend you don't exist, he can just pull on his headphones. Do you know what? It's a good idea. It is. The mm-hmm. thing is, he has, like, big, like, Beats headphones. I mean, I think that, I think they're called Somi, which is cute, like, Sony headphones. Um, mm-hmm. But they're, like, big, like, cover your ears headphones, and this was 2012, so that's why they have those headphones. Nowadays you have AirPods. It doesn't work anymore, because people assume you don't have headphones in. Yeah. This is why we need to go back to those giant headphones. Yeah, I don't think he ever bought into the AirPods. No, definitely not. Like, no, he refused. Because the thing is, you can still get quite high quality, like, Bluetooth big headphones now. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he absolutely would have gotten one of those. Yeah, he has, like, big, big beats. Watch. So that people don't disturb him. Yeah. He's not even listening to music. He's listening to, like, whale sounds. Like, white noise. noise. (laughs) Just so people don't annoy him. Just so he can't hear Hinata over in the distance. Yeah. But he's introduced as a a real twat. (laughs) He literally walks in, takes the ball from Hinata, who's very short, and just holds it above his head just to, like, upset him. (laughs) It's so mean. And it just, like, immediately hammers home this dynamic of, like... Hinata is, like, a really passionate guy, but he's really short. And just Suki immediately seeing that and just using it against him and taking yeah. so much joy in using it against him. And he's, he's cruel. He has this, like, cruelty to him. And I know, he's a teenage mm-hmm. boy. I don't want to make him out to be a villain. Like, teenagers are like this. It's okay. Yeah. But he is mean. <laughs> he's really mean. He does not let up. <laughs> like, there's a moment... In, I don't know if it's episode three or if it's episode four, where okay. I think he's he's being, he's being, he's being mean again. And um, Daichi just goes to him like, Suki Shima, you have character problems. <laughs> like, you have an attitude. <laughs> and like, yeah. I don't know if that's just the way that the subtitles translated it, but for this character podcast, I like that he literally says to Suki, you have character problems. <laughs> character problems. He has problems. I feel like his personality is also translated into how he plays volleyball, which is, not going to lie, one of my favourite things about the show. People's personalities translate in how they play oh, volleyball, yeah. and Suki is a blocker. Like, his whole job is that when the other team's, like, got some momentum, and is, like, mm-hmm. feeling it, and they do a really good pass and a really good spike, he literally gets up there and blocks the ball. Like, his job is to ruin oh, your day. <laughs> oh, I kind of love that. That's, that's fun. I love that for him. Yeah. And, like, his whole job on the team is to be really annoying. And also is the fact that he's really blunt, like he really comes out of nowhere. Like he's a blunt guy who will be really yeah. honest. What's that shit? I'm not doing Taylor Swift lyrics this time. But what is that? What's that Taylor Swift lyric? Oh, "Casually Cruel in the Name of Being Honest." Uh, that is Suki's lyric. Yeah, that's his lyric. Yeah. I think the entire song "Mr. Perfectly Fine" was written about Suki <laughs> I'm saying right now that is his song. Do you think he would break up with someone on a 28-second phone call? Absolutely. I think it'd be a text. <laughs> I don't think he'd even give them the phone call. It's even worse. He just puts on their headphones and walks away. Yeah. Oh, actually, do you remember do you remember that time in um secondary school when a friend of ours got dumped with just the text message, I'm sorry, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. I think Suki would do that to someone. <sighs> yeah. That's a very specific thing. And if the person who that happened to is listening, I'm very sorry, but it's very funny. <laughs> It, come on! In hindsight, it was—it's it, hilarious. I genuinely think about that all the time, and it's so funny. <sighs> oh my god! But yeah, that's Suki. He's there's there's not necessarily that much to say about him, which thank God, because it means this episode is going to be shorter. But mm. he basically just spends the first season being mean. <laughs> like anytime right. anything's happening with Hinata, he's always in the background making fun of him. He's just this like bad vibes presence in the story. Is he meant to be like the main antagonist then? No, so, like I. Okay, just kind of a bit of an annoyance. Yeah, it's kind of because he's on their team, right? Yeah. Like, he is working with them, he's collaborating with our main characters. The main antagonists tend to be characters on another team, not just because it means that they are literally, like, you know, fighting each other, they're literally opponents, but also because they are, like, the obstacle getting in the way of going to nationals yeah okay whereas as annoying as Suki is he is on their team and he, as much as he doesn't seem to really like volleyball he is playing volleyball with them and will help them in mm-hmm. volleyball so Well yeah is is he being a dick to like push Hinata and like Kageyama is he being is that why he's doing it like or am I gonna spoil what his motives are no he's not that doesn't spoil anything though, no, that's not what he's going for it's, right, it's not okay. because he's secretly trying to help them. They yeah, just annoy love. him. <laughs> okay, no, it's okay. not tough love. It's tough hate. <laughs> it's just that Hirata and Kageyama annoy him and he wants to be mean. It's literally yeah. just that. You're giving him too much credit, but that's okay. I appreciate that you're trying. Okay, okay. He gives very Santana from Glee. Alright, uh, right, okay. Just, like, he's mean, but he is very funny. So you kind of like him, because, like, as much as he's being cruel, right. the insults are pretty funny. <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah. Suki, you're kind of hilarious. Okay. God, he and Santana would be good friends. Do you think? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he, he wears glasses. He's really smart. <laughs> he's very aloof. He's very realistic. Mm-hmm. He, he He's not, like, in the, the delusion of, like, we can win this match. He's like, no, they're probably going to beat us. And it's like, Suki, that's not helping, man. But he's realistic, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> he really is but the thing is that good for morale <laughs> the thing is Suki's incredibly tall mm-hmm. so he's in most matches because he's a really good player to have okay. so you can't really shunt him off to the side you have to use him because he's so tall so yeah. he is often involved whether or not you like it it just means that you have to kind of ignore him <laughs> but yeah should we go to another character okay So in season one, I'd say the most relevant character to Tsukishima, or one of the most, is uh, Yamaguchi, who I didn't talk about last time. Where is this? He should be just after Tsuki. Oh, wait, is he? (gasps) Oh, I didn't make a page for him. Oh, no. Hold on a minute. Wait, what was his name again? Yamaguchi. I didn't make a page for him fucking hell Alright, don't don't scroll too low don't scroll into the pink no i won't i won't i won't um shit i feel so bad did i really not i can't see one i'm gonna be honest no i did make one for him no i did i know i did (gasps) did i lose it did you not save it maybe i hope not no that's gonna make me so sad i really i promise i did i must have deleted it i swear it was there like 10 minutes ago I don't know what happened. It must have just got deleted. Yeah. Honestly, do I remember? I don't know why I'm trying to remember what it looked like. That's not going to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just can see. we just Google who they are? Yeah. You, why don't you Google him? Okay. Look him up. I don't think anyone else has gone, though. Luckily. No. Okay, I can, I can see them here. Yeah, you can see him? Yeah. His first name is Tadashi, which I might call okay. him by accident sometimes. Sometimes people call him Tadashi. I'll try and call him Yamaguchi for like consistency's sake. Okay, yeah. But he is Suki's best friend. Oh. His only friend, really. Friend. <laughs> he has one friend. Exclusively one friend. And that is That's that so is surprising. <laughs> that is Yamaguchi. Um, Yamaguchi is also pretty tall, so like the two of them are like kind of like two broad beans. <laughs> <laughs> and like he is basically Suki's like hype man. Okay. I don't know if you remember in the episode, but basically, whenever Suki is being mean, he's kind of behind him being like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, that- good one, Suki. <laughs> okay. Okay. But the thing is that um, interestingly with Yamaguchi's character, he's he's not actually very mean himself. He's kind of like a little anxious right. guy. He's, okay. he's actually quite nice and and quite anxious and quite sweet. I guess he's just kind of amused when Suki is being mean (laughs) and it's also okay to be mean if it's with Suki. He's interesting. I don't know if his characterization just changes and he becomes more, like, nice or if he's always just meant to be a bit interesting. I think he's just going with whatever Suki says. He just finds him funny. I think he does to be honest. There's, like, this fun phrase that is in Haikyuu a lot which is basically if he agrees with Suki too much or something to the point where he's annoying, Suki will get annoyed at him. To which mm-hmm. he says, Gomen Suki, which is sorry, Suki. <laughs> Just like, oh, sorry, man. My, my-, my bad. Uh huh. So, Suki, even though he has one friend, he's still mean to that one friend sometimes. Right, no one is yeah. immune from Suki's uh, cruelty. Okay. But Yamaguchi's fun. They're like actual genuine friends. Like, they became friends when they were like really young. I think they're like 12 okay. in like middle school. Mm-hmm. And I think um, Yamaguchi was being bullied. Aw. Oh. And Suki, he didn't really help him. He more made fun of the bullies bullying him. Something. And, and kind of helped him out. Okay, it, It's sure. interesting that the kids are bullying him and he comes over and he calls the bullies lame and then walks away. And then the bullies run away, I guess. Um, okay. So he kind of helps him. <laughs> Got yeah. him this time. <laughs> But a couple days later, Yamaguchi goes to him and is like, oh, thank you for helping me out with the bullies, by the way. And Suki's like, Mm -hmm. who are you? And it's like, okay, man. But they do end up bonding over volleyball because they play volleyball in middle school. Uh, And they end up bonding over that and they become friends. They've been friends for a long time. That's quite cute. He has one friend. Got it, okay. Yeah, they're besties. Should we move on? Okay. Next character that is very impactful for uh, Suki is Hinata. Look who it is! It's it's our boy! Yeah, he's back. I, I already talked far too much about him last time, so I'll keep it short. But Hinata is back. Okay. Our boy's back in town. I really missed him. He is... It's kind of the same thing I said last time, Where like, they are the antithesis of each other, right? Right, okay. Like, they are the complete opposite energy. Hinata is the sun, he is the, the bright shining sky of optimism and positivity, mm-hmm. and he's always so happy and always so vibrant, and Suki is like the moon, as he's often depicted, this like dampened mm-hmm. energy of like chill and quiet, and everyone annoys me, and particularly Hinata, you annoy the shit out of me, because you're so <laughs> bright and happy and annoying. But yeah, I mean, he, he beefs with Hinata and Kagayama all the time. Mm-hmm. And for slightly different reasons, but also kind of for the same reason that they are like the pure embodiment of passion for volleyball. Yeah. And Suki just doesn't doesn't care about volleyball and actively makes fun of them for enjoying volleyball. You know, right. in the volleyball show. Okay. Okay. That's a bit of a dick move. I'm not gonna lie. It really is. He, you're he, there too. <laughs> you're, you're in the club. <laughs> but he thinks he is better than them. Well, maybe. You don't have to be in the club. Maybe not deep down. He kind of, at least, mm. il- walks around like he does think he's better than them. Right, okay. And it is really frustrating for Hinata, because Suki has the one thing Hinata's always wanted, which is to be tall. Heights? Yeah. And Suki is very, very happy to just make fun of him for it and hold it against him and be like, Oh, look how tall I am. You're really short. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing to bully people <laughs> about. Things they can't change. <laughs> <laughs> things that that's can't that's productive <laughs> that's a good use of everyone's time As Penelzo, meant to be like, oh yeah sorry I forgot to grow <laughs> so I don't know why that annoyed me <laughs> I really Although it is really mean but sometimes Suki does do it in a way that's really funny like there's just like a normal scene and the camera will just cut yeah. and Suki like has a water bottle pushed into Hina's face and, and he's like sorry when you asked for water I forgot how low down your face was I just kind of <laughs> like that's pretty funny <laughs> okay, that's quite funny. Like, he does it. He's like Santana, where he does it in ways where you're like, okay, you get a pass, because that's quite funny. But also, yeah. like, let up for five fucking minutes. I know he needs a shot, but you don't need to remind him every five minutes. <laughs> he is aware. You don't need to call respect. him shrimpy every chance you get. But he does. You <laughs> think, think he did in the episode I watched. He called him shrimp. Called him shrimpy. Every, to be fair, even the coach calls him shrimpy. Everyone calls him what? shrimpy. <laughs> but he's, he's particularly annoying for. Hinata, right? Because up until this point Mm. Hinata and Kageyama have been like arguing, right? Because they he doesn't like that Kageyama's arrogant Kageyama doesn't like that he's confident with no basis, but Mm. at least with Kageyama, Kageyama will fight back Like, they both love volleyball, they both have this passion for volleyball and if Hinata gets mad at him Kageyama will get mad back and they'll have this rapport and it's quite satisfying, but with Suki when Hinata gets mad at him and yells at him, Suki will just ignore him just calmly dismiss him and won't rise okay. to the challenge. And it's really frustrating because it's like, why don't you argue back for five fucking seconds? But it's, it's even worse than Kageyama's passionate, like, arguing because he yeah. just ignores him and just walks away and is like, I don't even care. And that's just so much more annoying. Yeah, I can imagine. Is a guy who just ignores you and is just like, mm, I don't even care. Bye, Hinata. Yeah, he is the smart one, isn't he? He is, he's the smart one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, Suki's position in this instance, um, when he's introduced, in the 3-on-3 game, if Hinata loses to Suki, mm-hmm. it's even worse. Because at least if he loses a game to Kageyama it's because Kageyama wanted to win so badly, right? He's like, well, okay, oh. I-, I lost to you, but like, you wanted to win really badly. If he loses a game to Suki, Suki didn't even want to win. He just oh, wanted Hinata God. to lose, so it's extra frustrating. And so it's kind of like, we've introduced Hinata and Kageyama's dynamic, and it's like, now here's something for them to unite against. Yeah, something, Here's something <laughs> <laughs> that they can agree on, which is that they hate Tsukishima. He's useful. <laughs> he really is! <laughs> Hines is literally like, I will never be friends with Kageyama, I hate Kageyama more than anything. Suki enters the chat, he's like, well now hold on, N- now, I... now-, now that you say that, me and Kageyama have a few things in common. <laughs> I think literally the first time he and Kageyama ever agree on something is when Suki is mean to them and walks away and they're both like, wow, well, that guy sucks, doesn't he? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you guys bonded. <laughs> <laughs> How much you hate Suki. <laughs> i'm i'm glad so he He... is like the reason that he and hinata are so interesting together is because they are like the antithesis of each other yeah and the thing is that you're on hinata's side right it's haikyuu it's volleyball we all love volleyball and so suki's distaste for volleyball immediately also puts him in opposition to the audience like we also Mm -hmm. don't like suki like no matter how funny he is and he is very funny ultimately you don't like him because you're like, Suki, I'm here for the volleyball boys who love volleyball and are striving to be good at volleyball. And every now and then you're just bringing him down. Yeah. And so it begs the question, why are you here, man? What are you doing? Why are you part of this club? Mm -hmm. And then we also have Kageyama, right? Yes. He's also particularly known for Kageyama. Interestingly, as much as he doesn't like Hinata, he and Kagayama have an even more volatile relationship. Like they nearly okay. come to blows at points because they're both so aggressive because they really, really don't like yeah. each other. I mean th- they feel more similar than him and Hinata, right? Yeah. Like they, they kind of feel kinda of similar. Yeah. They I guess they have this like this like arrogance and this aloof yeah, like energy the to them. Yeah. The only difference is that Kagayama loves volleyball more than anything okay, okay. And Suki could not give less of a shit about volleyball, really. Okay. Well, so he has the, the volleyball passion in common with another so and that's what they have. Yeah. And also a hatred for... Suki, Suki. yes, indeed. Yep. <laughs> that is exactly what they have in common. Okay. And as you mentioned, one of the reasons that Suki gets under Kageyama's skin is because he calls him a nickname that Kageyama really, really doesn't mm. like. He calls Kageyama the king, a little nickname. Okay, do... I have to ask, do we find out why he doesn't- I know this isn't a Kageyama episode, but do we find out why? Yeah, it's I'm, I'm It's super essential to Kageyama's character. I think it's actually explained in episode 4. Suki's job is to basically bring the backstory out of Kageyama. Okay. I mean, I, I can explain it briefly. Basically, Kageyama is very, very controlling. Okay. He plays as the setter, which means he's basically mostly in control of what goes on during the game. He's like the central point. And He's very very good. He's a little genius Mm -hmm. and he sets really really good shots But people aren't always able to hit them and he gets very annoyed at people and will start yelling if people can't hit his shots and um, naturally Eventually people decided they didn't want to be his friend anymore and even sometimes he got benched from the game because he's not helpful and so people started calling him the quote-unquote king of the court which Hinata he is, and it's like, oh, his enemies called him that because they're really intimidated by him. No, his teammates call him that because he's oppressive and a dictator. <laughs> and so it's oh, distinctly shit. a nickname that's meant to degrade him, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because his oh, teammates shit. hate him. And... <laughs> So, Suki is basically there, because, uh, you know, Hinata is the audience perspective, right? He hears about the nickname, he thinks the same that we do, and then Suki comes in and starts bringing it out of Kageyama, and is like, oh, you don't know why people actually call him that? Should I should I explain to you why people uh, actually call okay. him that? So he is that, like, plot device. Right, okay. And so he calls Kageyama the king, Kageyama gets really upset every time he does, and so Suki's like, oh, okay. That's all I'm going to call you now, because I know it bothers you. Just to be so mean. Just this little nickname that this kid got called by his, like, friends, I guess not friends, and it's, like, mm-hmm. clearly really damaging to him, and Suki's like, ah, my new favourite game, calling Kageyama <laughs> the king. And Suki exposes other people's flaws because because he's insecure. He, he That's the only reason anyone makes fun of anyone else, right? Because you feel insecure yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's the only reason... Kids who bully other kids bully is because they feel inferior. Mm. It's no different with Suki. We don't know why yet, but you can assume okay, you're only really yeah. trying to make Kageyama feel bad because you feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can see that. Yeah. And Kageyama also really gets under Suki's skin sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because I think when Suki is mean to them and they they still like persevere, they're still like, you know what, it doesn't bother me, I'm going to keep going. That really annoys Suki because he's like, <laughs> everyone should be able to feel as bad as I do, and when you don't, that really right. annoys me. And so okay. their like determination to be optimistic does annoy him. So they have okay. this relationship, but they do really get annoyed at each other. Specifically, Suki and Kageyama, because the roles that they play in matches, Kageyama is a setter, so he controls what happens with the ball, and Suki, even though he's a blocker, he often does do spikes as well, just because, you know, he's on the team, why not? If he's available and a good person to spike the ball, he will. And yeah. he has no time for Kageyama's bullshit. If Kageyama is spiking the ball in the way he doesn't like, he's like, Kageyama, I don't like the way you set this ball up. I need you to lower, or higher, or different. And so he's the only one that will really fight back on Kageyama, and Kageyama really okay. doesn't like that. And they will That's beef. Kind of a good thing, right? <laughs> It is. It's interesting because in this instance early on where Suki brings up Kageyama's nickname and basically tells him, like, you are controlling and you suck, it is. Calling out Kageyama's bad attitude is what he needs to hear. Mm. Kageyama does need to change. He does need yeah. to become a better person, basically. But maybe this isn't the way to do it. Mm. <laughs> like, Suki will often encourage growth, but in the most unhelpful way possible. Okay, okay. Because. It's really rude. And in this one instance, early on, Suga then takes over and is like, Hey, Kageyama, I think what Suki means to say is that maybe you should try uh, setting in a way that other people also like to receive. You know, like often Suki will, he will like encourage change in a way that's unhelpful. And one of the other characters will step in and be like, that's a good idea. However, we should maybe say it this way. Like translates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, he's just got huge attitude problems. It's not his fault. He's a bad bitch. It's not his <laughs> fault. He's he's honest. <laughs> no, it's no one's fault. No. And so throughout season one, Suki's not the main character. He's he's often kind of in the background, but he will butt in to just be like, "I'm I'm I I don't like you guys being so happy all the time. You really annoy me. You guys mm-hmm. and just have like bad energy because you kind of. You can't have a team of wholly positive people. You need some dynamics in there and Suki yeah. holds the fort on the bad vibes in the group. Yeah, okay. It's not just these guys. He pisses off like Tanaka and stuff. Like he He is kind of frustrating. And you kind of wonder, like, why do they keep him around? <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean yeah, that's another question. Yeah. Why is he there and why do they let him be there? <laughs> because he's really tall. <laughs> He's just really tall and oh, as much as you hate to say he's a really good blocker like he is good at blocking. He's a like, good player to have on the team. You said the coach is very very much like you guys need to be friends you guys need to get on if you're gonna work as a team. Yeah. And surely he's a detriment to that idea right? Yeah that's true I think. But he is just that tall. <laughs> He's just so tall, Matt. You just, you can't, he's just, it's so just, just so, fa- I hate that guy, but damn, he's so tall. <laughs> yeah, I think Daichi, The I think the captain says it more than, like, um Coach Ukai does. I think Coach Ukai is more bothered about it. I think okay. from Daichi's perspective, he's not actively, there's not that much friction He's not actively preventing them from being a team. Okay. He's more quiet until you ask his opinion and then he's a bit <laughs> of a dick about it. Okay. Okay, cool. I get what you mean. He's not actively trying to incite like a coup within the volleyball team and like yeah. he will fight with them occasionally, but he's mainly just quiet. Okay, okay. And he'll do his job and he seems to want to play volleyball. Yeah. Even if he doesn't possibly. say he likes it. <laughs> and he will try and do well in a match and will often try and talk to the other teammates and like, okay, I'm gonna go do this. You stay out of my way while I do this thing. It's not necessarily yeah. that friendly, but he will participate. I think Coach Ukai says in season two, like, Suki he he tries, but only he only gets a passing grade. He never really goes a hundred percent. He seems content okay. to get like a passing grade at volleyball, where he will try, but he never actually tries that hard. Right, okay. So they do keep him around because he's just that goddamn tool. And he's not bad at blocking. Because <laughs> he is a smart guy. He knows when to block. He's good at blocking other people. And he's not, yeah. he's not fantastic because yeah. he's a first year and none of them are that brilliant. But he's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's mainly what we learn about him in season one. Not too much happens. It basically introduces yeah. Suki sucks and he has bad vibes and he's bad to have around, but he creates interesting dynamics within the group. Okay. And he's nice to Yamaguchi most of the time. They're friends. Yeah, and they're, they're yeah yeah they're both on the team. So yeah, they're both on the team. He is like a regular Suki because he's tall. Okay, and he's a good blocker. Yamaguchi is not really a regular. He's, he's he's not as good. He's kind of on the sidelines. His whole thing. He actually has a really fun arc himself as like the, a pinch server. Where like he just comes in to do some interesting serves every now and then, and like gets really down on himself about it because he's not that useful. you would genuinely love Yamaguchi I think you'd really feel for him because he's kind of like a little anxious guy but he's also like trying really really hard I think you'd really like him is is he on my variants list? I mean he might be (laughs) I might have put him there like a year ago (laughs) preemptively I'll take it he sounds cool I love Yamaguchi I think he's great but so we move to season 2 right? okay and here's here's why we step into phase 2 right? We're warming right. up. We're in phase two. And most of the interesting stuff for Suki happens at the Tokyo training camp. Do you remember that in season two? Where I do. they go and train with a bunch of other schools. They meet some new characters. They mainly just hang out and eat watermelon and vibe. And it's everyone's favorite part of the show. Mm-hmm. And he, we learn some very important things about Suki. The question of okay. why. We get okay. some answers. I mean a couple of things before we get there, we we find that um he helps Hinata and Kagama study Drumble when they need to pass some tests to get to the okay. Tokyo camp. He does help them study, because he's smart, oh, okay. but very quickly gets fed up with them and tells them to fuck off, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think he puts on his headphones and says come back during business hours and refuses to help them study. And they eventually go and get Yachi okay. to help them instead. Alright, we'll say what we can get, you know. He gives up on them Just very something. quickly. There's also a moment where um they're leaving for the Tokyo training camp, and Hinata's really excited because they're leaving like late at night to get in the bus. And he's like, oh, we're leaving at night. This is so exciting. And Suki just goes like, uh, being an idiot must be nice. <laughs> and it's basically things like that all the time from Suki. That is just him 24-7. It's kind of funny, though. And so we have all these questions, right? What the fuck is happening? And no one on the team is really equipped to get this out of Suki but we meet some cuz he hates them all and none of them are like ferocious enough to get past his cold exterior. Yeah. Like the we have the third years who Suki does seem to respect his elders but they're too nice. And right, Suki okay. does not respect anyone his own age. So none of them are very equipped, but we meet some people who are equipped. Okay. Like Kuro who if you see, he has a slide. Do you want to look at him? He seems very cool. He... Mm-hmm. I briefly mentioned him last time. But he is a bit more important for Suki's arc. So Kuro is from Nekoma, Okay. Which, if you remember, they're the cats. Right, okay. So Kuro is kind of designed to look a little bit like a cat. Um, okay. He's a bit of a meme. If you see that picture of him laughing hysterically, looking frankly insane, um, he's a bit of a meme. <laughs> but So he's... <laughs> he's the captain of the Nekoma team. And he's a third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's slightly older than Suki. And he has this very outgoing, cocky attitude. Like, he's very yeah. blunt, he's very confident, he's quite smart, he's also a bit of an, a a bit of a silly boy, mm. and he's part of what I will name the Midnight Squad. Um, that's Ooh, not an official okay. name, I just came up with it. The Midnight Squad. Okay, okay. <laughs> Don't look so surprised! <laughs> it's the Midnight Squad, who basically are, uh, during the day when they practice at the camp, they, you know, do some matches every day, all week. And at the end of the day, when they go and get supper, often some of the guys will stay behind and keep practicing. You know, if they're just insane and want to keep playing volleyball, they'll start practicing more. And basically, Suki gets asked by a bunch of people, like, hey, do you want to stay and practice with us? And Suki's like, no, I'm going to bed. I don't even like volleyball. I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) And... And as Suki is going to bed after he's told him to fuck off, he comes across Kuru and Bokuto, who if you remember last Mm -hmm. time Hinata does some practicing with, they kind of help him out. They ask Suki to join because he's tall, he's a good blocker, Uh, but he turns him down. He's like, no, I don't like volleyball, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to bed. Anyone else would be honoured because Kuru is the captain of Nekoma, Bokuto is, I believe, is he the captain of Um Fukurodani? He's like one of the best spikers in the country. He's amazing. Sure. And Akashi, okay. who's his setter, they are the Midnight Boys. They all have slides, if you look. Um, I'll come to all of them at certain points. I'm going to start with Kuro, okay. though. But um, he turns them down a few times <laughs> because he doesn't want to play volleyball with them <laughs> he's, until. He's, he's, too edgy. He's, he's too cool. Mm-hmm. He's too cool to play volleyball. He's, too cool. he's genuinely too cool for school, Suki. Yeah. It's too cool to play volleyball with these guys. But it's only when Kuru basically insinuates that Suki's blocking is pretty weak, and he needs to get better at it, that Suki kind of gets mad. And so he joins them. And it's like, alright, fine. Okay. And so it seems like if you insult Suki's abilities to block, he gets a little little, little touchy about it, and he wants to prove you wrong. It's a little bit of passion from him. And it's also because these guys are slightly older than Suki, and they are... Way more confident than the other guys. They will tell him to his face, "You're not very good." And Suki kind of respects yeah. their opinion, so he kind of gets through to them. And basically, Kuru teaches Suki some techniques with blocking. He's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, when you block the ball, here's how you can do it a little better." He teaches them some positions, like when you like jump up to go block the ball. At the yeah. very last second, you can like move your hands slightly if you think they're going to block and they're going to spike in another direction. And so it's like a new thing okay. Suki learns. He teaches him teaches them some skills. Suki's like, oh, okay, I should respect your opinions. And we learn something very important, which is basically when these guys are talking to Suki, we learn that Suki feels inferior to Hinata on the court. Because basically, they both have the same position. They are middle blockers. Which basically means that they are there to block the ball. They can do other things. They can spike. Hinata often does spike because he's very short, but they Mm -hmm. kind of have the same position. And Kuru tells him, like, if you don't step up your game, you're going to lose all the glory to Hinata. Like, people are going to be focusing on Hinata. Yeah. And no one's going to notice you, really. And Suki basically says, like, oh, yeah, but I can't really do anything about that. Because is just so naturally talented. And, like, I will never be as good as him. So, like, there's no point in trying, really. Right. He kind of brushes it off, like, yeah, whatever, that doesn't really bother me. But... As Kuro kind of prods, Suki seems what certainly he leaves. He's just kind of like, alright, I'm going to bed, whatever. And they're like, ooh, I think he kind of hit a nerve. I don't think <laughs> he really liked talking about that. Yeah. And we kind of see a bit more of how we saw this in Season 1, but they remind us in Season 2 about how, like, Suki is designed in matches to be, like, a shadow to Hinata. Like, if Hinata gets all the attention, Suki can then surprise the other team by being as good at blocking as he is. Like, him fading into the background is actually a good idea because it means that they don't expect him. So it's kind of by design that he lives in Hinata's shadow. But we kind of start questioning, is that what Suki wants? Like, it's fine if he doesn't really give a shit about volleyball, but is that really what he wants? Okay. And we end up talking about this with Asahi, if you remember him. He's the, the big sad boy. Right. Big baby bear. And basically he asks, Suki asks Asahi, like, if it bothers him, that Hinata is getting better and better, and kind of vying for Asahi's position as ace. And like Hina says like he's very clearly wants to be the ace and is like crawling up behind him and he's like, does that bother oh, you? Yeah. And I say he's like, no, it doesn't bother me because I'm also really passionate about volleyball. And when he gets better, it makes me want to get better. And if anything, it's actually kind of more fun. And Suki's like, oh, okay, sure, <laughs> <laughs> because for Suki, he doesn't care about volleyball. So like, no, it it does kind of bother him that Hinata keeps getting better and better because Suki doesn't have that passion. Yeah, that means that because Suki pride matters, him being better than Hinata yeah. does matter. It it's not enough to love the sport, right? You just yeah. gotta okay. want to be the best in a way. Yeah. But for Asahi he loves the sport so much that pride is not even in the equation, right? Okay, and so we we learn a bit more about it, mm. and Suki obviously doesn't care about volleyball. We learn that there is a reason that Suki does not. Intentionally care about volleyball. Okay. And Yamaguchi's getting really worried about him over these past few days because Suki seems kind of bothered. And we see in, in Suki's mind, we learn Suki's traumatic backstory. Oh, let's go. Are you ready? Yes. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Okay. So if you look at the slides, don't zoom through them too quickly. But the first slide, okay. I have three like backstory slides. Meanwhile, okay. in the past. <laughs> so, Suki has an older brother oh, <laughs> oh what is go. that what is that <laughs> oh no oh shit what are you thinking what, have <laughs> i even like began <laughs> to explain i was like oh shit have i already given it away what are you thinking you can kind of see where it's going right? wait really <laughs> i don't know much now, i don't think okay. i do that okay Keep okay okay no that's okay okay so suki has an older brother his name is I'm um, sure what's his name Akiteru, I think is his name, okay. and they're a few years apart, so they never really go to the same school, because I guess in Japan you have like, uh, it's like primary school and like middle school and then like secondary school, mm. and like high school, and so because they're quite far apart in age, they're never really at the same school at the same time. Um, but Akiteru also plays volleyball. He also really loves volleyball, yeah. and. So he, when Akitoro was in middle school, he was on the volleyball team, he was the ace, he was super cool, and Suki would go and watch him play volleyball, and he'd be really proud, and he'd be like, oh, my brother, is so cool. You Aww. can see, like, baby Suki, he's adorable. Yeah, you can see. And he would, like, look up into the stands and be like, that's my brother. It's very sweet. Aww. And he has this perception of his brother. His brother is just amazing. What a, what a, what a cool guy. Yeah. And when Suki is in middle school, and then Akitoro is in high school. Okay. Akiteru goes. I think it's Akiteru. I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. It doesn't feel right in my mouth, but I think that's right. Okay. Akiteru goes to Korasano High School. Uh-huh. Uh, back when Kurosano was like a really good team, they were like a powerhouse school. And he gets home from practice one day, and Suki's so like, hey, how did practice go? And Akiteru's like, oh, it, it, it's really tough. Like, there's so many really good players on the team, but like, they're all really good, and Korasuno's such a good school. And it's like really tough to be a regular player. And like, I'm in my first year, so it's probably not going to happen, but like, I'm really going to try. Like, I, I really love volleyball, and I'm really going to try and okay. be on this team. And Suki's like, oh, that's great. And so the, kind of the years go on. And okay. at some point, Suki's like, hey, can I come to one of your matches? And his brother's like, nah, because you make me really nervous. I don't really want you to come to my matches. Because, <laughs> okay. like, I'm the ace. I'm, like, the best player on the team. Everyone relies on me. And so, like, when you come to my matches, it makes me nervous. And it's really important that I don't mess up. And Suki's like, oh, okay, that's a bummer, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And Suki's like, I understand. I'm really proud of you. So, like, it's cool. And they actually bond over this because they both really love volleyball. Suki hmm. plays volleyball in middle school. He finds it kind of frustrating, but he likes it. He enjoys it, and he especially because they get to play together at home. They like pass the ball around together at home, and they're, they're like really bond over it. It's like a sibling thing. Yeah. And Suki's like so proud of his brother that like at school he'll even like tell his friends like when we see him and Yamaguchi become best friends. They, like, bond over volleyball, and he's immediately like, oh, my brother plays volleyball, and, like, he's really Mm -hmm. cool. And, like, it's really sweet. And one day, Suki decides he wants to surprise his brother by going to one of his matches. He's like, I'm not going to tell him, but I'm going to go. (laughs) You seem so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. No, it's fine. Don't worry. Um, And he's telling Yamaguchi, like, I'm going to go to one of his matches. Do you want to come with me? And this other kid overhears the conversation. And the kid comes over and turns out they both have brothers who play on the Karasuno volleyball team. It's like, oh, my right. brother also does that. But mm. they kind of get into an argument because <laughs> the other kid says that his brother never gets to play in matches because the team is so competitive. Okay. Yamaguchi is like, oh, that's tough because like, Suki's brother is a regular. So like, it, yeah. it must be really difficult. And the other kid is like, oh, well, I go to matches all the time and I've never seen a guy on the team called Shiva yeah the ball drops doesn't it and that really pisses Suki off because Suki's like no I I love my brother I'm super proud of him like you must be mistaken Mm. like and they get into this huge argument and so eventually the other kid's like okay we'll go to the match and we'll see who's right and they go to the match and lo and behold Suki looks at the team at the regulars Akiteru is not among them he even looks on the kids on the bench Who are waiting to play? Who are the backups? His brother's not among them. And the other kid starts to make fun of him. He's like, I told you so. This is really embarrassing for you. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, it's really embarrassing. It's extremely embarrassing. Like, Suki has this whole metaphor where he's, like, in movies when characters... I guess, like, samurai movies, like, slice another character into. He's like, that's how it feels. Like, I feel like I got chopped in half. It was so humiliating. He feels so embarrassed and so betrayed. And then Suki looks up from the match at the stands across and he locks eyes with his (laughs) brother who is in the stands just cheering the team on. Not even close to playing the game. He's not even he's I guess wearing a jersey but he's not even a backup on the team. And he lied to Suki for potentially months maybe years. And they just lock eyes. And his brother's like oh. (laughs) Coin 4K. Because <laughs> is, we're laughing. That's a devastating moment for Suki. Oh yeah, because his brother lied to him, and they had this like nice relationship, and he yeah. just betrayed him, broke his trust, and that is why. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you saying this oh is not a very God, traumatic this so... backstory? <laughs> this is so petty. I can see where you're going, and this is so petty. <laughs> I think it's less petty than you're thinking. <laughs> Look, it's Haikyuu. There are not many... This is not the most traumatic backstory in the world, but it's Haikyuu. It's a very nice show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. That sucks. So, Suki says, or he thinks at least, that that is why he is determined to not give a shit about volleyball. Because the last time he cared, it caused him pain. <laughs> or he could just not play volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he doesn't. Right. He does enjoy volleyball. <laughs> he just doesn't care about it. And how? <laughs> because it makes sense to him, Rhiannon. Oh, this man's logic! Oh my god, he's so <laughs> dramatic. I mean, like, he's like mental gymnastics <laughs> to play volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he plays because Yamaguchi <laughs> plays and he wants to be friends. I think he yeah. does like volleyball a bit, but Obviously he doesn't... doesn't care. He, no, but he doesn't want to care. He'll, he'll tell himself, like, it's just a game. Don't get too invested right. in it. Because the last time you did, it was deeply upsetting. Okay, okay. I'm not going to lie. I thought you. I thought it was heading in a direction of it was going to be, like, a fuck you to his brother. That's why I... Up, like, Right. Yeah, yeah. That's why I so said I mean, it's not it's... as petty as you're thinking. Yeah, because I kind of presume, like, oh, okay, then join the volleyball team and without caring about volleyball. Right. To be like, look, I can do it. You humiliated me. <laughs> that's pretty cool, actually, but no, it's not that. That's a power move, kind of. <laughs> that, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. a regular on the team, and you never were, and I don't yeah. even give a shit. No, I mean, it's yeah. it's not that. It's way more vulnerable. It's way more... Right. This is a, an internal conflict that Suki is having with himself every day of, like, don't get invested. It's just a club. Don't even think about it. Because mm-hmm. the last but time, it made you very it. upset. It also kind of confirms why Suki is such a bully. Because he kind of got bullied by another kid, right? He had this experience where another kid just made fun of him and made him so embarrassed that he was like, I never want to feel that again, one. And two, I I'm to make other people feel like that. I love how it was just one instance. It was just one day in his life where someone was <laughs> kind of mean. But it was the worst day of his life. I mean, who knows? Maybe there were more instances of this. Maybe this one was just just too tough for him but Maybe. It, it traumatized him forever. Shit. And so he's thinking about this, right? He's just kind of mm. thinking about it. And his lament into the past is interrupted by Yamaguchi, who apparently was thinking the exact same thing at the same time. He's thinking of the exact same story. Because he <laughs> he runs up to Suki, as you can see in, okay. in the GIF I, I on the next slide. He runs up to Suki and is like, motherfucker, you have been uh, <laughs> He's angry with him. <laughs> Why? (laughs) He's like, you have been so apathetic for so long why don't you actually just let yourself Uh, care about volleyball for your own good? mm -hmm. Why do you let yourself go through this? Why don't you just let yourself care? Because Suki could be so good if Mm -hmm. he actually really tried Yeah, but he doesn't let himself Yeah, to be fair, that must get really annoying Uh Uh-huh. And especially when you're his only friend. I bet you've got to hear about that all day, every day yeah, every single day. Like, do you know how much I don't care about volleyball? <laughs> like, yes, I know. Yeah, I know Suki. I know, I know Suki. I'm aware. Right. I've heard but this I song really before. We don't care about volleyball. Yes, yeah, we know. We know. Hint is so annoying. Not that I care what he says though. But God, he's so annoying. But like, I don't even. I don't even really think about him. But like, that, did you hear what Hinata said today? <laughs> because I didn't you know. <laughs> it must get so annoying no wonder Yamaguchi walks up and basically bitch slaps him and starts yelling in his face and is like why don't you give a shit for once in your life <laughs> and because in Suki's mind, Suki basically says no matter how hard he tries someone will always be better than him like why should he try at volleyball because even if he's the best on the team there'll be another team that's better than him and even if he's the best in Japan someone will be better than him in the world why should he care and Yamaguchi is like, bro, have you not been watching the hit TV show Haikyuu? The lesson <laughs> of the show is not about pride. It's about the love for the sport. It is. You should watch Haikyuu, Suki. It's a great show. You'd really love it. <laughs> it's it's not about who's the best. It's about how mm. to satisfy yourself and how much you love volleyball. Yeah. Let yeah. yourself be vulnerable and care and enjoy it yeah. instead of thinking about yourself. And your image, Suki. <laughs> and Suki's like, damn, okay. Sure, whatever. Uh-huh. I guess food for thought or whatever. <laughs> After getting his ass kicked by Yamaguchi, Suki then goes and hangs out with the Midnight Boys. Right. Is that a Brooklyn Nine-Nine thing, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. The Midnight Boys. He goes out and hangs out with them. And is like, okay, I'm going to hang out with you guys because this is pertinent to my character growth. And right. he... His... Um, conversation with Yamaguchi is further reinforced by Bokuto, who, if you want to go see Bokuto, he's on the slides. Um, here you are, hello. Bokuto, he... I like the frosted tips. It's fabulous. He's designed mm-hmm. after an owl. Oh. He's does to look like an owl. He has these big eyes and this, okay. like, crazy hair. He's really fun. He's like Kuro's other, like, best boy. Mm-hmm. Except that he, he he's a more crazy and he, he's a bit dumber. <laughs> he's... He's actually, I think I described him last time as like Hinata's Pokemon evolution. Like if Hinata is Charmander, Wakuto mm-hmm. is Charizard, where he's like, I'm bigger and better than you, but I'm also insane. And I <laughs> i also am like a big kid. Okay. He's, he's very carefree. And, he, and you can see like him and Kuru have this like relationship with Suki where they're like, hey Suki, lighten up, man. Come on, dude. Let's have some fun. And Suki's like, I hate both of you, but I'm also here for some reason. I also maybe kind of like being around you guys, but I won't admit it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And Bokuto basically goes to Suki point blank and is like, bro, do you enjoy volleyball? And Suki's like, no. <laughs> and Bokuto's like, now I get what you mean. Because when it comes to volleyball, you only really reach your like maximum potential for greatness when you enjoy it. Okay. Because that drive pushes you to keep getting better you don't actually mm. feel the drive to keep practicing and keep getting better unless you genuinely really enjoy it. Yeah, and yeah, Bakuto tells him about how he didn't really start enjoying volleyball until he had this moment during a match where he used this skill that he had developed in practice and was able to use it in a match and be awesome and basically mm-hmm. became unstoppable. And in that moment, he felt amazing. And he was like, this is great. I love volleyball. And he's been his best ever since. Now he's the third best spiker in the country of his age mm-hmm. group. Because he now he genuinely loves volleyball. But he only got there by having this moment where he was yeah. able to use an awesome skill and be like, volleyball is everything. I think he says, like, and from that moment on, you'll be hooked on volleyball forever. It's like this okay. whole thing. Okay. And so he tells Suki, like, man, you've got you to gotta find that moment. Yeah. Because then you'll know when you have that moment. Mm-hmm. And yep. so you might not care about volleyball right now. But you need to have that moment where you really put in the effort, and it pays off, and you're like, yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's Bokuto does a lot for him. So, Suki's like, okay, I'll keep that in mind, sure. Okay, okay. And he keeps practicing with them. He practices with Kuru, who teaches him more about like blocking, helps him block better. Mm-hmm. There's also um, Akashi in The Midnight Boys, um, who is Bokuto's like, other half. He is Bokuto's setter. And basically I everyone buddies up. Everyone buddies up in Haikyuu. It's really great. <laughs> best it's, it's so shippable. And this is Oh I bet. There's this whole thing in Haikyuu where there'll be this this duo of a setter and their spiker. And they have Aww. great dynamics and great chemistry together. Like the setter is always the like quiet, intelligent one, and the spiker yeah. is always the crazy one. <laughs> and they often have great chemistry. Like Hinata and Kageyama have that chemistry together. Yeah. This is what Bokuto and Akashi have, where Akashi's like, he and Suki actually get along very well together. I have a slide for him if you want to look at Akashi. Oh, yeah. But, like, he and Suki get along because they're both quite quiet. And Aww. Suki is more likely to actually listen to Akashi because he is also as, like, chill and quiet, but also as, okay. like, smart as he is. Yeah, makes sense. Because as much as Kuru and Bokuto are, are good to learn from, Akashi is actually really smart. And Suki's like, okay, I, I can respect that. I can. Yeah can live with that. I mean, you can see Akashi listening to Bakuto and Hinata just lose their minds and just being like, ugh, <laughs> my life. <laughs> so he and Suki naturally get along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he and Bakuto are very cute. Kuro actually has a much more shippable relationship with Kenma. Do you remember Kenma? Yeah, they could do. He was yeah. the little nerd um, yeah. setter. He was like besties with Hinata. Um, they're like, Kuro is like uh, Kenma's only friend before Hinata, oh, okay. and they have like the setter spiker relationship. Everyone oh, has yeah. that. Every every yeah. every team has that. That's what um Oikawa has with his spiker Iwaizumi. It in Haikyuu, everything's yeah. so shippable because Furudate knows how to write dynamics. Knows how to write a good duo. Right. Yeah, yeah. You can see that. That's good stuff. And yeah, we also have in season two, um, after this revelation in Suki's life, he reconnects with his brother a bit more. Okay. I mean, it's unclear if they weren't the talking room. at this point. Maybe they were still friends, but they, they bond even more. <laughs> haven't spoken. <before. laughs> they haven't spoken in like three years. And all of a sudden <laughs> he's like, brother, I've had a revelation about volleyball and I've decided we may speak again. <laughs> I, think, I think it's more that his brother went to university and wasn't around as much anymore. I, I prefer the idea that he's just there living in and these poor parents are like, can you guys please chat right like, now? <laughs> you guys can't even talk to each other. <laughs> Someone comes over and they're like, God, what happened to like Kian and Akitara? And they're just like, oh, there was this. Akitero lied about being in a volleyball game once, and um, our children have never spoken since. And it's like, oh wow, damn. Yeah, they can't even sit opposite each other on the dinner table. No, just brings back too many memories. You know, <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting on either side of the volleyball court. <laughs> it's just too similar you know they, they can't do it like one of them goes outside to like play with a volleyball and the other one's standing there already and they just kind of look at each other and just shut the door and be like never mind no they both walk into a room with a volleyball and they both go for it and then pause and just like look at each other like, uh, you? like no. dear. <laughs> uh, uh, and they both just leave uh. and the mom's like all right volleyball's banned Abandon the house. The house is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> house is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like Suki is that vine very often just with Kurasuna when everyone's being <laughs> insane. And he's like, this house is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah. But either way, he and his brother bond again. Um, oh, his brother yeah. comes back from university and is like, hey, Suki, how, how's volleyball? How's it all going? And he... Gets Suki to play with his uni friends at volleyball, mm-hmm. and so Suki learns a bit more about blocking from some really skilled guys. Cool. Okay. He also gifts Suki something, which is mm-hmm. some sports glasses because Suki wears glasses, and uh, it's a little dangerous to wear those in a match. Mm-hmm. So he buys Suki some like prescription like glasses that fit his face more, and more like goggles that he can wear while playing volleyball. Oh uh, okay. uh, yeah, okay. So you might see Good in that. Idea. Are you looking at the pictures of Akitaru? I can see them. Yes. He, he, yeah. Um. Suki's wearing the volleyball glasses. Oh, this little like Umbrella Academy. His <laughs> like growing. cyclops, like yeah. visor glasses. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's he's actually really supportive of Suki. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. They have a is nice Is he actually on the team this time? A, a university. Yeah. Is he on the team? It, it's not confirmed. <laughs> he okay. may, to I be want fair, to make sure he's not lying. Again. To be fair, he didn't promise anything this time. <laughs> He never said I don't he was trust on this. Him. I, don't I don't trust, trust this fucking guy. <laughs> Is he at uni... He's not at university. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he lives like two miles down the road. Oh no, and he just pops in. Oh no, this Hi, is so guys sad. The class is going great. No one visiting. <laughs> hey, can I come watch your university? Nope, no one no you should you shouldn't visit. No, it's it's cool. Um my, my dorm burnt down yesterday. Um it's cool though, it's not a big deal. Um yeah, maybe maybe next month. <laughs> come visit me <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> Oh, no, really funny. Me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, it's fun because they have the weirdest dynamic. Because even though they're siblings, his brother is like a super happy guy, so they oh, have yeah. a really fun dynamic. Where he's, I mean, you can see in the, the picture. It's like the, as I mentioned, at ad breaks. They have like a little, um, like video of one of them playing volleyball, and it's it's Suki about to to serve the ball, and his brother's like, "Go, Suki, go, Suki," and Suki just doesn't. And it's like, "Bro, can you calm down?" And he's like, "Sorry." <laughs> It's, it's fun he's really sweet and he's really supportive of his brother who got to live the dream that he never could of yeah. playing in high school volleyball because the thing is Akitaru he will never understand the epic highs and lows mm. of high school volleyball the triumphs of defeats <laughs> of high school volleyball sometimes he does feel like Riverdale on it's best days <laughs> Yeah, good brother. Okay. And that's that's mostly season two. We had a little breakthrough. Had a little bit of knowledge. Cool. I mean, they mm-hmm. play some matches. Suki, he grows a bit more. But for the most part, this is the big moment for him where he gets to break through. Right. And now, we come to phase three. Because okay. we've, done, we've done so much setup. Are you ready for the payoff? I am. Are you ready for the moment? So, season three. Now, I didn't talk much about Season 3 with Hinata, and that is because Hinata doesn't necessarily do much during Season 3. I mean, he's there, okay. but this is really, like, Suki's moment. No, the okay. match with Shira Torizawa is Suki's moment. So if you remember, Season 3, they have won a bunch of games in mm-hmm. the interhigh high preliminaries, or as I refer to you as, uh, Sectionals and Regionals. That's, mm-hmm. that's the only way I can explain anything to you is in terms of Glee. He is Santana at Regionals. <laughs> <laughs> and we are basically in the final round of regionals. We're about to go to nationals only if we can beat Shira Torizawa. Who do, do you remember okay. anything about Shiro Torizawa? Not really. They are scary. They are okay. Okay. by far the best team in the prefecture. Maybe, maybe even one of the best teams in, in the country in Japan. Okay. And they have on the team Ushijima Wakatoshi, whom is a uh, volleyball Jesus reincarnated <laughs> he is okay. a legend an icon and he is the moment and he is the star on the team and the reason why Shiratoru is out is very scary so basically Carcino okay. is extremely fucked there's no way they're right. winning this match unless there is a way they're winning this match who knows mm-hmm. okay Rihanna on his switched bikes <laughs> yeah Um. the old one was I don't even know what it's doing so I'm just using a laptop mic I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Apologies if it doesn't sound great. Yeah. We'll have it fixed next time, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the technical difficulties have been just insane. I know. We are actually cursed. Genuinely. And that's another reason why I think I'm cursed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's convincing me you might be cursed. Genuinely. The curse is rubbing off on you. Ever since you've moved to England, Mm. everything has gone wrong. I think it's England. Oh, Yeah. It's, it's kind of impressive how many things <laughs> have gone wrong. <laughs> I think England is cursed. Yeah. yeah. Message to all Welsh people, don't move to England. This will happen. It will ruin your podcast forever. If you have a podcast and you're Welsh, don't move to England. It's such a small subset, but it's a very important message. Yeah, yeah. It's a specific <laughs> problem, but a very important one that's currently ruining our lives. <gasps> Season three. Season three is exciting. Mm-hmm. This is a big moment for Suki. Okay. Because this is my man's redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. It's not really a redemption. People call it a redemption arc. It's not really, but it kind of is. Okay. So, as I mentioned, season three, Shura Torizawa. They're very screwed. Right. Unless they really start to step it up. Maybe first I should say that um they're gonna play in this you know like big stadium, it's a big deal, and um Akiteru sneaks in to watch Suki play without telling Suki. He, like, has, like, a mask on and some sunglasses and, okay. like, wanders in It's like, don't tell anyone. At first, I think he's a spy for Shiratoru Sawa. <laughs> and then he reveals that, no, he's just Suki's brother. Right. And um, he kind of has a moment where he like looks over, and Suki just like looks up into the stands and gives him the evils, and he's like, "Shit!" And It's like, of course, Suki knows you're here. You can't sneak in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he obviously fails immediately. Suki knows he's here, but like, you know, isn't it like a parallel? Like he yeah. sneaks into Suki's match in in, in, in like yeah. high school. It's so sweet. But now it's good because nobody lied. No, yeah, no, no one's a massive liar. <laughs> no lies detected. <laughs> Do you know what? We, we need the support because Shio Torozawa is very scary. And we have one main problem, which is Ushiwaka, his okay. spike. Do you remember this? He has a very, 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 very powerful spike. Right, okay. They're going to score every point with this spike. Uh-huh. It is unstoppable for many reasons. Because, one, it is strong. Okay. Pe- people's hands get injured blocking this spike. Right. It is a really strong. Spike. To it is fast. Yeah. You barely have time to see it and receive it because it is fast, and most importantly, Rhiannon, it is left-handed. Okay. Which I I thought you would enjoy I, since you I are do. a fellow lefty. I do. I do. I am. This is very nerds. important. <laughs> this is very important representation for you, the left-handed community. Honestly, you you, you joke. But... <laughs> <laughs> do not take this seriously. <laughs> Do not claim minority status as the left handed community. I take left very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we're all minorities because we're left handed. So <laughs> but it's genuinely a huge advantage in volleyball mm-hmm. because it changes the entire perception of the game. Your run up is from, I think, the right instead of the left, okay. and you tend to spike in the complete opposite direction. Like, usually Why? when you spike, it's kind of like a cross shot because uh, okay. your arm goes around. Yeah. Whereas when it's the other arm, You swing it in the opposite direction, and it's so hard to receive. Like, all your instincts are completely different. And that's what makes us a very, very impossible spike to block. Do you know what? My mum says the same about tennis. Apparently, if you're (laughs) left-handed, it's like an advantage. Yeah. Yeah, there must be a sports thing. Yeah, because you don't... Everyone else plays completely on the instincts of right-handedness. Yeah. They completely leave out the lefties. Well, here you go. You finally have an advantage. Uh, yes. You know what? You can't write without smearing your ink. No. You can't tick in the right direction, and you cannot use scissors. However, you are exceptional at volleyball. Do you know what? That's good. That is that's very good to know. Like I can honestly, I played mini golf this week, and I was oh, trying yeah. to like oh. hit it with my left. La- Luckily, I can use my right as well. But like right, the 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 mini golf course was not designed. Yeah, all my people. (laughs) (laughs) They've ignored you. You've been completely blocked out. (laughs) All of those things I listen to, things I've heard you complain about extensively. (laughs) Oh, yeah. With left-handedness. Oh, yeah. I'm very annoyed. I don't show up You are consistently ignored as a left-handed person. Mm -hmm. And I'm here to say that I'm here to amplify your voice. And really just let you speak. You're an ally. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an ally to the left-handed community (laughs) today because I am uplifting Ushiwaka and his... Not real spikes. <laughs> I'm sure there are real life left-handed volleyball players. I'm sure they're very cool. Yeah. I'm but sure today I am are. an ally to the left-handed community because this is why Ushiwaka is such a an intense opponent. Mm-hmm. Because they, they can't block the ball. And so they have two options, basically, to block this ball. One is Noya, Nishinoya, do you remember him? The short little guy? The yes, little guy who's I like do. he's like five hard grooves but less murderous. I do. His whole thing is that he receives the ball. He's kind of down low on the ground. So he if the the spike goes through the net, he will try and pick it up before it hits the floor. But that is very difficult for him. It's his own journey. Or the second option is for Suki and the blockers to block the ball before it can even get to Noya. Block it right at the net. Yeah, okay. Both are impossible because, as I mentioned, it's fast, it's strong, it goes in a weird direction, and they're both completely fucked. They lose the first set. Yeah. Uh, It's five sets, they lose the first one because they're just like, shit, we cannot deal with this. We need to figure out a way to have better defense. And Suki is the, the basically the manager of the defense squad. Right. He is Karasuno's main defense because that's what blocking is like. Hinata is main offense. They're all like Kageyama, Hinata, Tanaka. They're dealing with offense. Suki is dealing with defense, and defense is really important in this game because Torizawa have such an intense offense. Yeah. And so basically, Suki is very smart. He's a smart guy. He's yeah. a smart blocker. He learns some things from Kuru. He knows, he can, he is able to figure out where Ushiwaka is going to spike. He can, It's fast, but he can figure it out. It's just that when he goes up to block the ball, it's such a strong ball that it can't, it goes right through his hands okay. and he can't block it. Okay. And so Suki ends up wrapping his hands to, like, his fingers to, like, protect them <laughs> from the really intense <gasps> oh, ball. Shit. Which means, Suki means business. He wraps his fingers and he's like, I'm going to mm-hmm. stop this ball. That shows he cares, right? It does show that he cares. We're in business now. He is determined to get this. Nice, okay. And so Suki kind of goes on a journey throughout this match in season three to try and stop Ushiwaka's balls and help them win this game yeah however dealing with Ushiwaka it really means that you're dealing with Tendo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right I think it's Tendo Tendo, okay. Tendo. and if you see I have a slide for Tendo yes and he is one of the players on Shudasatori's hour that Suki has to really deal with right basically he's like the mini boss before you get to Ushiwaka <laughs> and he is the one that Suki really has beef with. So Tendo's whole deal. His whole deal is that he's a bit nuts. Um, Tendo, he's a little crazy. I, I can see, yeah. He's, he's a little crazy. He's also kind of meant to be a little creepy. He's got some major, like, Pennywise vibes about him. Okay. <laughs> but so I remember when um, I was going to originally put him on he PowerPoint, I was going to give him the Taylor Swift quote, it's all fun and games until someone goes insane. <laughs> From thing that's like Wonderland or something. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that reminds me of him. But so he's a blocker. Mm-hmm. on Chira Torizawa's team. Which, kind of, you would think, he doesn't really have to deal with Suki. Suki's not really dealing with him directly. But his whole thing is that he blocks purely on instinct. Okay. He does not think about it. He just kind of jumps, guesses, and blocks the ball. Mm-hmm. And he's really good at it. Like, he does consistently manage to block the ball. Which seems like a disadvantage right because you're not actually thinking about it you often guess wrong but the thing is this guy he often guesses right and it means that he is not immune to Hinata being the decoy Right. Hinata's whole thing is that he looks like he's going one way oh wait he's going the other way and he jumps and he spikes the ball Tendo is not fooled by any of this because he's not thinking about it he's not like they're not like bluffing and double bluffing mm-hmm. and like overthinking this he just jumps and he blocks Hinata's ball so Tendo is a very very frustrating player because by having someone who doesn't actually think about it, it's actually even more difficult to play against him. Well, yeah, you can't really predict what they're going to do. Like No. You can't outthink them. Yeah. Which is very much the opposite of Suki, who is a blocker, whose whole thing is that he can outthink you. He can predict where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really know why, but they do start having beef during okay. this match. <laughs> and... um. Tendo decides to uh, piss off Suki. He calls him normal, the normal guy. He calls him, like, vanilla. Mm-hmm. He starts just making fun of Suki, being like, oh, this is the, like, basic bitch, basically. Yeah. And Suki is like, well, now, that really pisses me off. Because <laughs> Suki does not like it when people basically ignore him and suggest oh, that yeah. he is someone worth ignoring. It's kind of like when everyone would underestimate Hinata because of his height. Like, it, it really frustrates Suki when people call him boring mm-hmm. and call him basic, essentially. And Suki is a really good blocker. He's really smart and he has good timing. And Suki is able to do smart things with his blocking by like waiting for the right moment and by overthinking it. And he doesn't like when Tendo basically just calls him basic. Okay. And so they kind of have beef. And Suki is getting like, more fired up. He's getting a bit more passionate. Mm-hmm. And he basically says to the guys, like, look, when we do a three-person block, when like the three of us stand there and block the ball, can you all listen to me as I tell you when exactly we're going to jump? He, okay. like, chooses to take control, which is, like, a big, like... Everyone's like, wait, what? You want to be involved now? Yeah. You just... You want to decide what's happening? So he's uh-huh. like, I think I know how we can block this ball. Just listen to me. So he takes charge, which is very cool. Cool, okay. And he basically gets them all to, like, pause, wait. Everyone jump with me, and they jump at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, 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 they still can't stop the ball. Ushiwaka's ball, because it's too, like, fast, and it's too, like strong's not the word powerful i guess Mm. it will still just break through their hands but if they basically block in the right position leaving a big gap intentionally to force ushiwaka to spike the ball in a specific gap they can then have noya positioned behind where it's gonna land so noya can receive the ball basically working together okay Neither of them can really do it alone, but together they can they're starting to make some progress. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when Ushiwaka tries to spike, sometimes he makes it through, but sometimes they're able to receive it and keep going on and score their own point. So they're they're building some momentum. They get like a set. I think no, this is like the second set. So they're like they're getting a lot of points yeah. and they're really trying to fight for this set and they're starting to get a grip on the game. And then we come to episode 4. Episode 4 season three episode four okay season three episode four okay jesus christ so this episode is very very important especially for suki so they're building momentum in the game suki's on a roll he's doing really well he's kind of soft blocking a bunch of spikes which is basically where you don't completely kill the ball you kind of hit the ball and are able to control it more and work with it Mm -hmm. and the team is able to then control the ball a hard kill is when like they go to spike the ball. it hits your hands, and it just goes down, and you get the point. Yeah. But you can't do that because the spike's too powerful, so you can, like, soft block it. Suki's basically doing some very smart things. He's doing kind of what Kuru taught him. He's really, like, succeeding, and he's really trying. Mm. He's showing that he actually gives a shit. There's a moment where the setter on the other team tries to do, like, a setter dump, which is basically where it looks like they're going to set the ball, and then last minute they just kind of bop it over the net. Okay. And it's like a sneaky maneuver. And yeah. Suki sees it coming, and he manages to, like, receive it. Nice. And, like, he's okay. he's really trying. Yeah. And he's becoming, like, a really star player on the team, because he's able to get all these balls that normally he would just ignore and be like, oh, I could, I could never even get that one. Now he's like, oh, I can get that one if I really, really try. Yeah, yeah. At one point, Yachi, who. Yachi? I mentioned Yachi last time. She's like the yeah. anxious little um, manager. She's like watching the game from the sidelines. Often the commentators are like the friends on the sidelines. Okay. And there's like a group of like. Ukai's friends who tend to be commentators, and like Yachi and Sayaka, who's Tanaka's sister, and Suki's brother. And like they're all kind of sitting there. And at one point, Yachi comments that, like, oh, Suki's more lively than he normally is like he's actually like a lot more awake and like trying than he normally is yeah and akiteru next to her just kind of thinks like wait suki has friends that aren't yamaguchi <laughs> wait does she know suki really well suki has friends which is <laughs> like oh he does Aww, have friends he does. He have friends there. kind of i don't think suki would say that they're friends but they would say that they're friends that, that's good enough it's good enough <laughs> that's for me half a friend that's a half friend right there and that's it's progress. Progress. And then we get a little flashback, just briefly, just a little flashback, where basically, before this match, Yamaguchi and Suki are, like, training, and it shows that, like, Suki kind of has a similar attitude to before. He's like, well, this match is gonna be tough, and, like, we'll try our best, but, like, I'm not gonna be able to block any of Uchiwaka's spikes. Mm. I I just can't. They're too powerful. However, Suki says, he does intend to at least stop a couple. Just, like, one or two. Yeah. And it's like, hell yeah, he does. Like you think he's gonna be like, we can't be him. But I I intend to get a couple. Just for me. Yeah. Yes, yeah be, Hell yeah. Uh-huh. And as we cut back to the match, and he is more consistently touching Ushiwaka's spikes. Like he's he's slowing them down. he's gaining momentum as a player. And the thing is now, now they're really pissing off Ushiwaka, right? Like I told you last time, Hinata really gets in their head because they have like a whole beef going on. Yeah. Well, just now. Suki being able to block Ushiwaka's spikes, it's really pissing him off. Because is mm. a very good player, and he's like, What the fuck? I can't get any of my awesome spikes through. <laughs> At least I can, but it's being picked up by them, and it's really frustrating. And he really wants to just hit through the block. And so they kind of like rile him up, and a couple of shots, Ushiwaka just like smashes through the block completely and gets a couple points, just to prove that he can. But they're yeah. like, they're like pushing him to get a bit frazzled yeah. and to prove himself uh-huh. and, like, rocking him off his game slightly. And we come to this very, very intense rally where I think we're at the end of the set. Basically, uh, to get a set, you need 25 points. The first one to 25 points wins the set. And, you know, I guess it's like in tennis or something. Like, you can... If you're both on, like, 25, mm. you keep having a, a deuce and mm. until one of you gets two points ahead. Yeah, okay. And it's the same in volleyball. And you can go pretty far. And basically, in this set, they're at, like, 30-30. Or I think maybe even Karasuno was, like, at, like 31. Issue Dumas team, like, 30. Like, they are close, and they've been playing for a while. It's a very intense rally. And the ball just keeps going around. Like, both teams are trying to score, but they get blocked, and the other team receives it, and then they try and spike, and then the other team blocks, and Uh they receive it. And it's just going around and around and around. And it's exhausting. Yeah. But both of them really want this point, because it means that they'll get the set. And it's just like, the juice keeps happening. And eventually, Suki is kind of thinking, and we see his thought process, and we realize that this is what Suki wanted. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay. My master plan is coming together. Because that other team is getting really frustrated and tired and a bit frazzled and Suki is trying to get them riled up so that they just make a little little mistake. Just a a tiny little mistake. Until the setter basically sets a ball that is just a little off. And Ushiwaka goes to spike it. But he's a little off. And so when Ushiwaka then does jump to spike, Suki and Asahi jump as the block. And there's a very clear hole in their arms, between their, like, arms, where is very clearly gonna just, like, smash the ball through. And at the last moment, just like Kuru taught him, mm-hmm. Suki moves his hand mid-block okay. to just smash the ball. And the, the ball, as he expected, goes and hits his hand, and he blocks the ball. And I don't okay. just mean soft blocks the ball. It bounces off him, uh-huh. it's a hard block, he fucking kills that ball, it smashes against his hand, and just falls to our side of the floor, Okay. and they fucking get the point. And it's the first and only time they block Ushiwaka's spike. It's like the first time anyone oh has ever in okay. the history of volleyball blocked this spike. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. It's like Aww. the coolest fucking shot that everyone's been For leading him. up to. And they win the set because Suki managed to do it. He blocked the ball. And everyone is in shock. The crowd goes crazy. The crowd is cheering. And Suki is just kind of standing there like, I did it. And everyone on the team is like, fuck yeah. And Suki just kind of stands there. He's just thinking. And he grips his hand into a fist. And he just crouches down. And he just screams, like, fuck, yes! He just screams in, like, just pure, like, I don't know, just, like, passion. Mm -hmm. And it's a fucking moment. And everyone around him is like, Suki, everyone's like, yes, what the fuck, why Uh is he so excited? He's never been excited in his life. (laughs) And it just fires everyone up The reaction is so funny, as everyone's like, yes, oh my god, shit. (laughs) it's amazing and it's just ah, rihanna when i tell you when i watched this scene for the first time i was just in tears yeah because it's such catharsis suki fucking cares and he's so excited and this is the moment that bakuto was talking about Mm -hmm. you need that moment where you practiced and it paid off and from that moment on you love volleyball. Yeah. You're like, this is the moment where I actually give a shit now. Yeah. Now I am invested. Okay. And it's great! He's reached his maximum power. Aww. And he loves it, and he's grown. Aww. He's playing, like, three... The whole thing he just planned, like, 3D chess in his mind to just wear them down slowly mm. until he got to a moment where he'd block that ball. And he's a great volleyball player. He, like, used his maximum potential. Yeah, yeah. And it's so cool! <laughs> it's genuinely... This is the... This is genuinely the moment where when I watched Haikyuu for the first time, I was like, this show is amazing. Yeah. Because oh, what yeah. catharsis. What clever writing to make me care so much when mm. Suki just, like, blocks the ball. Yeah. But it means so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that's, yeah. I, I get what you mean. That sounds very, like, yeah. really satisfying. It's great. I love mm. it. And we have this moment afterwards where Hinata goes to him. I think they're like, they win the set with that point, and it's really cool. And they break for a minute, and Hinta goes to him and is like, hey, Suki, that, that point, it was worth 100 points. Like, you did that. <laughs> Which is very sweet. And Suki kind of just gives him a smile and is like, thanks. And Suki just kind of gives him this look that is basically like, now I care about volleyball, and now I do. You're my rival, and you better keep <laughs> up with me with this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you thought that was cool? Why, why don't Why don't you do that as well? But in like a. Yeah, like a more fun kind of. <laughs> yeah, like a. It's the thing that all the other characters in you do where they have this rivalry that pushes each other to be better. Yeah. But out of a love for the sport and out of love of trying to make each other better, yeah. it's no longer malicious. It's like a. I see you. Mm-hmm, I get it. And we're gonna have fun having this rivalry now. And it unlocks a new element of Hinata and Suki's relationship. Yeah. It's like, oh, this rivalry has now changed. Mm-hmm. It's no longer Suki is trying to make Hinata feel bad because he's resentful. It's now like, we both love volleyball and we're both going to get better at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, my heart can't take it. It's so sweet. <laughs> I'm so happy. Although we do see um, in the next episode uh, Suki... Keeps, does he? I think he blocks some more of um, Ushiwaka's attacks until basically there's one Ushiwaka attack that is so intense that Suki blocks it and it's awesome and then like, uh, my hand's bleeding and he's just like, <laughs> yeah my hand's a bit fucked and he has to go to the nurse's office Shit. and they like take him off the court and basically for a few episodes they have to deal without him like how do we keep playing without Suki? And then like at the final hour in the last set, Suki comes back out and everyone's like, Yes. And they play as a team and it's great. And they that is why they end up winning the Shiritorizawa match. Yeah. Because they needed excellent defense to beat Uchiwaka. And Suki is the head of that defense. He unlocked a new element of his personality. Uh-huh. He completed his character arc and it they win because yeah. of Suki. Yeah. And it's very cool oh i love that that's so cool now he loves volleyball he's still it's interesting i mean that's that's basically where i'm gonna kind of end his arc for now right but he is in the later seasons i presume well, seasons. he is yeah i we're gonna do a part two on most of these characters either when the anime finishes or i get around to reading the manga we'll do an update on Suki, but this is the arc that like is really satisfying yeah that's a good beginning middle end like yeah yeah he doesn't change too much as a person he's in season four and he is still kind of a bitch um that's, you know that's what we know and love. it's fine it's it's him what yeah. can he do that's just his personality mm-hmm. he's just a little cocky little slut but there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> he's just a cool guy mm-hmm. and he has a lot of fun um i mean this isn't this doesn't spoil that much it's i'll talk about we'll not do a part two for suki for a while now, but just to say, which I think will make you quite happy, you know how there's a bunch of time jumps in the manga and we see them as they get older and older? Yes. Uh, we see all their jobs in the future. And most of these characters do not become volleyball players, because, you know, it's life. Volleyball's fun, but, like, most of them go on and get different jobs. Yeah. Um, But Suki is one of the only characters that becomes a professional volleyball player. Hey. And that's so lovely. Hey, that's nice. I like that. He, he becomes a genuine volleyball player. He becomes a player of, I believe his team is the Sendai Frogs. Okay. And they're little frogs. (laughs) Which is just very wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a bunch of characters that, as they get older, they become like the best in the world. Like, as I said, one of the final. uh, I think the final match in Haikyu is the Olympic match where all of our characters, we've seen them on different professional teams, but now they're on the Olympic team together. So you mm-hmm. have like Hinata and you have like Ushiwaka and Kakayama, And I think like Bakuto's there and maybe Yatsumu and like other characters. Yeah. And Hashuyumi, I think. And Suki is not there because Suki is not one of the best characters in the world. But that's kind of the perfect completion for his arc, which is that he's not vying to be the best volleyball player in the world. Hmm. He's just part of his professional team and he loves it and he's just content for the love of the sport. He shows that he's just doing it because he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. He's not preoccupied with pride of like, well, am I the best in the world? No, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. You just love it. Aww. So, yeah, when you let yourself care and be vulnerable, you can find what you really care about. Yeah, you're like better off for it. I'm sure he's a lot happier as a person now than he was. I think so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe we'll do another episode on Tsuki one day when I when I finish his arc. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a pretty coherent arc. Yeah. Tsuki, I like them. I think it's really good. Yeah. What do you think? I I liked him. I liked him. That's, that's a very nice, satisfying little story. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Mhm. I, I do have something else. Okay. So, I knew this episode could be short, mm. and uh, I hate myself, so I thought I'd make it longer. <laughs> and um, I thought what could be fun is that, do you remember you showed a brief bit of interest in who gets shipped with who, last episode? I, I thought I could do a fun game, mm. because Suki is one of those characters where he gets shipped with a lot of people. So I thought, why don't we have a little dating simulator episode?
1: <laughs> like a okay. little, like...
0: A little love match episode where we, we discuss who could Suki end up with. Fuck it. Okay. okay. <laughs> As you can see, the Haikyuu dating simulator. Oh my god. This is very professional. Is it? Thank mm-hmm. you. The mm-hmm, like dating simulator. So, yeah, Suki gets shipped with a lot of people, and I thought we could talk about the different ships and who you believe Suki should end up with. Okay. I'll give my judgment. Thank you what what credentials do you have to judge this i think I think it needs to be a character who knows him oh okay i th- I think that's what we need, yeah, yeah, I was asking why are you like oh. equipped to be a judge oh are you an expert uh, on love? yes, and great anime love anime. that is why I have asked you here yeah. what is your favorite anime ship this one. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> this one. You're just pointing I just at Suki's face. <laughs> <laughs> the presentation. <laughs> the final presentation. You know, what, we're gonna, this is where we will come up with your new favorite anime ship. You're about okay. to. You're about to have your first ever anime ship, and I'm very excited for you. Aww. So welcome to the high uh, dating game of love. Okay. Now, to uh, to preface, yes, uh. At this point in the story I described, these characters are teenagers. Mm. Uh, Let's assume that they are adults, like how they are later on in the manga. Okay. Let's assume they're like in their 20s. Mm. Which, to be fair, most of them aren't far off from that. But yeah, just for our own sanity. Yeah. Let's say they're like in college. Relatively similar. So, will it be Bachelorette number one? (laughs) Um... (laughs) like shrek (laughs) i do feel like i'm in shrek i forget how he introduces it i'd like to be like the mirror but i forget how he says it anyway got it pretty well will it be bachelorette number one yamaguchi look at the next slide here he is yamaguchi okay this ship is known as sukiyama okay can i just say yes i genuinely think you have forgotten this man because he's not on my I'm is looking at same... him on this one. Is, is this the same guy who you forgot earlier? Yes. Is the side not there? <laughs> He's gone again! No, but I'm looking at him this time. I can see him! The next person I have Sukiyama? Yeah! Sorry, yes, that's the ship name. That's what oh, I was saying. <laughs> That's what, was That's what I was saying. That's what I was in the middle it. of saying. Oh, I get it. I thought Do you get like, it. I thought I was like, oh my god, I don't remember you. <laughs> the fuck are you? <laughs> now it's their names, Yamaguchi and Suki. Suki Yam. <laughs> god damn it, Brandon! I was genuinely worried. I thought I was losing it. <laughs> Literally, ran. I was in the middle of saying their ship name is Sukiyama and you and interrupted like, me like, hold on, this slide isn't here. I'm so sorry, please continue. No, it's okay. No, I appreciate that you didn't want me to embarrass myself by talking about something that wasn't there. <laughs> but a- it is there. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, this is Yamaguchi. Oh, also, all of these slides use fan art, so I'm not going to put them on the Google Doc because I don't know who to credit. But, okay. so, first up, Yamaguchi. This ship is called Tsukiyama. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the two of them. So Yamaguchi. This is the traditional ship, right? I, I classic friends to lovers, like yeah, yeah. Everyone is paired off pretty effectively in haiku, mm. and it, definitely these two are paired together. And if it's like an ensemble, like fanfiction or ship or like thing, they tend to get paired together. And it's I'd say at the beginning when haiku came out, this was a very very popular one because you know they're best friends. It's classic, you know, best friends to lovers. They're clearly very close. He's the only one who canonically Suki likes. Oh, okay. (laughs) As a person. Yeah. So that's always good. And you know, they they have this like fun chemistry. It's kind of like I hate everyone but you. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'm I'm kind of a prickly guy and you're a soft boy, but I actually really care about you. Yeah. Yeah. We've known each other for a long time. Yeah. There's there's something there, they're very sweet. Okay. Yeah, I I actually haven't prepared anything for any of these slides. It was like a last minute decision. I don't really oh, know what to say. That's why. It's a it's a nice ship. Okay. Yeah. Do you see the appeal? Do you get it? I get the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one option. Okay. Second, I I did also do research. These are the most popular ships on Ao3. These are not my decisions. Right. Yeah. Um. Next popular ship is a uh, Suki and Hinata. Okay. I'm not. I'm. I I don't think this will be my favorite. It's, I don't fully understand it either. Yeah. It's, I I suppose I understand that, like, it it is rivals to lovers, right? Like, they they clearly didn't get along. It's kind of, I guess, a different version of what he has with um, Yamaguchi, where it's like, I'm a really grumpy guy and you're like a ray of sunshine. And if we were together, Mm. it's kind of that dynamic. But I don't fully see it, because he really doesn't like Hinata in the anime. (laughs) yeah yeah I don't know I'm not, not a fan of this one this is ranked I feel like, so far okay oh we're officially ranking them okay yeah. love it I think also if this ship were to be a thing Suki would have to change quite dramatically he would have to soften quite a lot yeah which I don't really want him to do to be honest no I, I like his bitchy energy yeah fine so no but Suki you don't have to change for anyone okay but that's okay some people enjoy this ship and good for them okay. also all this Fan art is amazing and oh, nice. honestly Haikyuu has amazing like fans and fan artists if anyone out there makes fan out for Haikyuu Thank you because you keep me fed and I love it. <laughs> thank you very much, and you're all so talented <laughs> so very good. Next up bachelorette number three is okay. Kageyama Right, okay. Interestingly enough. It's it's kind of a thing Okay, I, I, I quite like that. I see it a bit more as well. I quite like it. They're both a little grumpy and maybe they butt heads, but maybe maybe together they, they find some chemistry. Yeah, I quite like this one. Yeah? Yeah. What do you see in it? I don't know, because like obviously there's always something fun and Grumpy and Sunshine. But Grumpy and Grumpy. Grumpy and Grumpy, though. <laughs> that's also kind of fun. What if, what if like, we were less Grumpy together? I imagine you can get some good ships out of this, out of, like, angst. Oh, yeah. Like, like, shit, like, fan fictions. limit. I feel like you can get, like, the pining down. Because I feel mm-hmm. like neither of these people would tell each other how they feel for, like, ten years. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. This is a journey. This yeah. is a slow burn. I-, I love a slow burn. It's great. I've read some good haiku slow burn fan fictions. Yeah. Alright, this is, this is first. <gasps> oh, this is first. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's quite dynamic. Like, I-, I see that for them. It's quite interesting. There are layers. There's a journey. Yeah, I like it stuff to overcome yeah and bachelor number three is kuru now this is a less traditional ship right i would say it was not popular at all when the show first came out but in recent years it has become very popular right okay and so i think the idea of the dynamic is that he is kind of the only person who can get through to suki like he he's pretty confident he's pretty blunt and he's the only one who will actually physically bring Suki out of his shell. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I quite like this. Yeah. There's something about them where it kind of... I can really see it in the canon. Suki okay. kind of has this hard exterior, and Kuru kind of keeps badgering him, and he's like, yeah. okay, fine. To be fair, this one probably does have the most like evidence, I guess. I think so, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty dynamic. I, s- I haven't chosen the best pictures for it to be fair. It's alright. do I prefer it to Yamaguchi. I, don't I like now. their little their little like motifs of like the cat and the moon. It's cute. It's cute. Hmm. I think I I think I prefer him and Yamaguchi more. Okay. So. What's the ranking? All right. So we've got Kageyama first. Okay. Then Yamaguchi, then Kuru, then Um Hinata? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Reasonable ranking to me. Thank you. And then we have Bachelorette number five. And it's it's a particularly interesting one. Okay. This is in classic like fan, like fan fiction, like fan art. Fuck it. Let let's have a poly ship. Let's okay. just chuck in all four of them. We have okay. Boku, Aku, Kuru, Suki. As you might remember, the Midnight Boys. (laughs) It's become a thing. (laughs) Mm. If you remember these guys, so this is a really interesting, like, ship. It's actually a pretty popular, like, poly ship. Okay. What's what's the appeal? So, basically, as I mentioned, Bakuto and Akashi are a very popular ship. Like, super, super popular on their own. Mm -hmm. They have this dynamic where is like, a big, like, kind of bumbling idiot, and Akashi kind of deals with him, Mm -hmm. and they have this, like, Really popular dynamic. And as I mentioned, Kuru and Suki are a pretty popular ship. And it kind of, as I, I also have another slide of like the individual ships, it has kind of layers that work on a lot of different levels where mm. the idea that these guys can really bring Suki out of his shell. Right. These are people who, I mean, they did in the show. Yeah. They kind of collectively came together and made him a bit more confident and were able to kind of like get through his like hard exterior. Mm-hmm. There's kind of a thing where both Kuru and Bokuto are, like, kind of big, loud dumbasses (laughs) who are kind of, like, they have massive, like, bro energy Yeah. of, like, what a bro. Like, two bros sitting in a hot tub, but maybe (laughs) sitting together because they are gay? Right, okay. And it's kind of them kind of badgering Suki and getting Suki to come out of a shell and Akashi, who's, like, a bit, like, quieter and a bit softer, who kind of gets along with Suki a little bit more and just together, they kind of meld. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Now I'm slightly partial to this. I quite enjoy it. Do you? I do. I don't know what it is, but there's something about the idea that Suki, he's such a private person and mm-hmm. so prickly, and the idea that all like all three of them can like kind of like penetrate their way into his heart. Yeah, that's a phrase. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the idea that I don't know. I think it's nice. The idea that he ends up surrounded by people he really like loves and really cares about. And he ends up kind of being in the middle of like a big romantic thing. Sure, yeah, okay. I don't know. I, qu- I It's hard to explain if you don't know the ships individually, but they do work quite dynamically yeah. as like a group. I, I, I get the vibe you're going for, yeah. It's interesting. And uh, yeah, I have another slide that's just, just poly things. Because <laughs> like, it's the most like, fan fiction thing of like, why don't we just have oh, four yeah. of them? Fuck it. Okay, okay. It's a fun dynamic. Uh huh. The Midnight Boys. <laughs> I'm doing a little hand wipe every time I do that, by the you, way. You are, yeah. Yeah. Do you get it? Do you, what, what do you think? Yeah. I. I don't know. I don't know why. I do not like him and Hinata. I don't like him. Hinata. I don't know how say his name. Uh, I Hinata. don't like them. I don't quite get it either. So I mean, if you want, if you've got a last slide, I have a little like. Like ooh, yeah, question mark go. like, ooh, all right, who are we picking? Which who who's the winner? Pick number three, my lord. Um <laughs> I, I, I like Kageyama. Yeah? I is that the winner? I is that the winner of the dating scene? I don't know what it is. I can't. It, yeah. it just it hits you. you yeah. You I quite like enjoy it. it. I just I can I can see the slow burn from yeah. a mile off and I love it. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Uh-huh. So the winner, was it was it actually Bachelor number three? Oh my god, it was actually oh no, it was It was Bachelor number three, pick number three, my lord! Yeah, pick number three, my lord! We did it! <laughs> da, 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 da. Woo! That was fun. Well done, Kageyama. You win the the dating sim of life. a I guess. Boyfriend. <laughs> a boyfriend. <laughs> a big pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Yay. That was fun. Did you enjoy yeah, that? I did that was pretty really fun. <laughs> We should do more dating sim things. I know, it's honestly, it's kind of insane how huh? just calling it a game and doing your own little background music and I'm like, ooh. Shiny things. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it just works so well for Haikyuu, because Haikyuu is genuinely so shippable. Yeah. Like, I have read fanfiction in this fandom for a couple years, and I, I dodge back and forth between random ships, because mm. it's it's a real... Because it's, it's obviously not a gay show. Yeah, Like, there are no gay characters in this show, canonically. Gay things don't happen in this show. But Furude knows how to write dynamics between two characters. And they're all guys. Yeah. So there's a million so potential ships out there yeah. that just work really well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm doing this when we get to, like, Oikawa and shit. <laughs> yeah, you should. That was fun. Thank you for going on that journey with me. (sighs) Yeah. Thank you. Oh. Oh, Sorry. I just really... (laughs) I wrote down a couple notes in the middle of the night last night that I thought of for this episode, but couldn't be bothered to get my laptop out. Mm -hmm. And one of them is a way to describe Kuru is um, he is O'Malley the alley cat from (laughs) Aristocats because he's all like smooth and confident and he's a cat okay O'Malley the alley cat that's such like a a midnight thought that is it really is it's literally just written down Kuru is O'Malley the alley cat (laughs) I had fun thank you for doing this with me yeah thank you for I mean literally doing all of this (laughs) (laughs) no problem I had a lot of fun Mm -hmm. me too not gonna lie, as much as I love haikyuu, and I I will never get tired of watching it. Part of me is so relieved to be t- to not have to look at it because I've done so much prep of watching haikyuu yeah. stressfully for this. I'm like, oh, I'm free. I get to talk about Marvel now. Ugh. Yeah, I I completely get what you mean. Like my Twitter timeline's full of um, full of like people talking about how Ted Lasso's just wrapped filming on season three, and season three is probably uh, gonna be the last. Uh, and I keep like seeing all these like really cool edits and stuff, and I'm like. Oh, I should rewatch Ted last, though. It's too soon. <laughs> it's <laughs> too soon. Give it, like, four months, I'll be fine. Dude, it takes it out of you when you watch something for the podcast and you consume it with such, like, an intensity. hmm Luckily, it doesn't ruin it for you, which obviously we yeah. were worried about. But it, it really, it takes it out of you. Yeah, yeah. It's exhausting. Uh-huh. Anything oh. else? To, should, we, should, we, should we do this next time, the dating sim thing? That's quite fun, isn't it? Yeah, thank you very much for listening, anyone. Uh, thank you. This was well. fun. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Do you wanna Do you wanna take us out? Oh, we're gonna do the fan fiction section. I feel like that was that was that was enough. Yeah. We did a decent one for the last episode, didn't we? That's true. Okay. Okay. All right then. So, if you want to follow our socials, we are character.chaos on Instagram, characterchaos underscore on Twitter, and characterchaos on TikTok. So, feel free to give us a follow. Yeah. If and Twitter still exists. If Twitter's still up, this might have aged badly, and Twitter <laughs> might be dead. It's true. Don't. Don't even say that. It's oh going to no. so upset. It's going so upset. What else am I supposed to do when I'm depressed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Where else am I supposed to tweet about how annoying Shirley is on Strictly Come Dancing? (laughs) What am I supposed to do? Talk to my mum? What do you expect of me? (laughs) She's the one complaining to me, (laughs) and I bring it to the world. You give her a voice. I do. I amplify the voices of right-handed people as well, apparently. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you. See you in two weeks for Um, Black Panther? Yeah, I think so. Doing a little Marvel month or two. Yeah. So. Thank you for joining yeah. us for anime. Please return for the MCU. Yeah. And comics and shit. Mm hmm. Alright. Black Panther Ahoy. See you next time. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.